did want to take a couple of seconds to thank you all for your patience. Uh, you know, I, I intended on one release a week when I started this and last week I couldn't keep up with that pace. I had uh, some health issues, actually, uh, even some of my co-hosts as well had some issues. But you know what? Um, your patience will be rewarded. Uh, so this particular podcast, I, I don't want to set, up, set it up too much other than to say, uh, had a blast with some very good friends of mine. Ryan, of course, is here uh, on this uh, particular episode, and one of our um, old friends from back in the day, from one of the original bands we were in, a uh, good friend of ours named Johnny. He's uh, a dentist, but that doesn't even get close to encapsulate uh, th- this man. He is um, uh, just a, a good friend, a great example to me, a family man, a man of faith, and, and somebody I, I just have the utmost respect for. Uh, so I'm just very excited to to share this conversation with you folks. I had just a blast doing it and was so grateful that he opened his uh, his home to us so we could come in and see him, even have a meal with him and his family. So it was just, it was fantastic. Uh, thank you all for your patience uh, with our, some of our little stumbling blocks that come up along the way, but I promise you'll be rewarded for for it. And we, uh, we soldier on here at the Manhattan Project. So all the best. I hope you all are well uh, and look forward to, well, Talking to you in the future. Bye. I owned a set or played on a set until a month ago. Wait, re- why a month ago, though? I figured it was time. But, I mean, was there a specific reason, or just it sort of came upon you and you said, I'll, I'll do what you say, Lord? And like, what, what happened? I've wanted, I've wanted to play the drums for years. Well, you have played the drums. You played in the past. You're pretty good. No, I've never. What do you mean I've played in the past? Ryan knows. I've never played the drums before. 10 to 15 years ago when we met, your brother had a drum set in the back of the room. I was ru- I was his roommate, and we played all the time. You came over. You played drum set. You're pretty good. Well, he sat at the drum set and tried to play it, is what you're saying. That did happen, yeah, yes. Exactly. I mean, I'm not going to judge you or anything. So when are we going to start this thing, or did we already start this thing? Start what thing? The podcast. I don't even know if the levels are right. Sorry. It's all. Okay. So it's a lot harder to do this with three people and two small boards. In fact, I sound a little fuzzy. Hold on. How about now? Much better. A little fuzzy. Hey, well, hey there. Well, this hey there. MJ. This is MJ. Yep. That is MJ. This is a lot less exciting when there's not like jamming music going on. Hold on. Problem is that because I've got all the extra input and my board is not big enough, I can't play the music while we play. Why not? I just explained that. Oh, not not a big enough board. Right. It's just I don't have enough inputs and I don't have enough. Uh, I'll get one eventually. But I feel like we were so elated to see each other. And we ate the big meal, and we shared all the fun stories, and then it took me so long to get set up that we finally get here, and we've even tuckered out your dog, who had, like, no... <laughs> he was climbing on top of... He's huge. How big is he? 60 pounds. Yeah, it's about the size of my dog. She's about 70 pounds, and uh, she, when she gets real excited, she'll just, like... Well, she's old now, so just come up and just start crawling slowly up me. So let me get this straight. What you're saying is... What am I saying? 
that you finally got set up and now you're burnt out and don't feel like doing it anymore? I'm pretty sure at twen- two minutes, 22 seconds into the podcast, I've reached my peak. So I'm not sure if I can really get in the zone. Well, come on, let's play um, some, some rock songs here. Chicken. So you don't want to do a po- you don't want to record a podcast, right? No, here's what I want to do. Let me step out to my car. You two talk and play. I'm still recording, so I will leave the room for a brief moment. Let you two bring the spirit that is your brotherhood together, and and get some 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 vibes going on here. I'll be right back. So basically, he wants us to carry the. I don't know how to carry a podcast. I've never been part of a podcast before. Did he start it yet? Are you recording right now? My name's Johnny. Some people on the internet know me as Johnny Ice, Reaper of Souls. Oh my God. Icelly? Icelly, yeah. How do you spell your last name? Kelly. K E L Y. Kelly. I C E L Y. Why do we need to spell your last name? Is it because you're trying? Is this all just a ploy to get more business for your dentistry, Doc? I don't Can we call you the doctor? Is that, I is that allowed? I thought you were getting out of here. Oh, I just... <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> Get out. Get the heck out of here, please. By the way, I live in the wild, so there is um, javelina, snakes. Let's get back. Coyote. You're intimately aware of those snakes, aren't you? Bobcat. Let's get back Interesting. to the I-C-E-L-Y. That's your last name. That's your last name, correct? Yeah. What's your last name? Well, I, I asked that because I seem to remember someone pronouncing it Iselli, which I have no idea how they could have ever done that. <laughs> well, you'd be surprised. <laughs> you'd be surprised. Iselli? Yeah. Well, I said Kelly earlier. People have called me um, Mr. Kelly because the I and the C look like a K to some people. <laughs> K-E-L-Y, I-C-E-L-Y. Dr. Kelly? I guess. Um, <laughs> Ickly? Ickly, huh? Yeah, I get it all. I have a, um office staff who constantly misspells my name. I-C-L-E-Y, Ickly. Ickly. Mm-hmm. Doesn't bother me at all. What's your favorite incarnation of uh, your last name? The w- with the best of the worst pronunciation. Probably Iselli. Yeah, that would be it. <laughs> and that was wha- that was said when we were in high school. Yeah. Over the Warrior News. Yeah, that was said five years ago. Five years. Yeah, you you finished dental school in record time. <laughs> <laughs> Ickly. I Selly. I dash S E L L dash E E. I Selly. Well, the the captain of the ship hasn't really give given us a definitive answer if he's recording this or not, or when he started recording. So, well, if he was recording, I'd have to say <laughs> this is a worthless podcast <laughs> discussing my last name. Basically, now we can say all the things that we would never say in front of him, and he won't hear it until he listens back to it, listens it back. So, mm. do you have anything that you really would like to throw out there? Hmm, that's pretty uh, 
El Paso sucks. <laughs> he is from El Paso, isn't he? I don't know where he's from. He might be a test tube baby. Mm, that would he is a musical genius, although this latest stuff he's been doing is like a little bit too genius, if you want to understand what I'm saying. Like he's out smart he's trying to outsmart us. And everyone else. So it it doesn't it's not the musical fusion it once was. He he used to be a very talented artist where uh I bought his album, you know? It was worth every penny. Now it's like uh I in he's fact he's trying to he's trying to play uh the music that would back a medieval video game. Yeah, it does kind of sound video game. Wait, what? Like What did I miss? We just want to know you haven't given us a definitive answer if you've started recording for the podcast yet. This has been recording the whole time. Oh, I it has. I don't even know what a podcast is really, so what did they teach you in medical school? Do you even like, because do you not, do you, do you use email? I use email <laughs> and I have listened to podcasts before, uh, but they were here's not like this one. Here's another question. Why does Mike's volume on in every aspect of this thing keep rising? Keyboard. What are you talking about? Uh, Mike volume. He's a megalomaniac. Because you guys are loud, and slowly, I'm half deaf. Slowly but surely, your thing keeps going up and up, and I can barely hear myself. That's because you don't hold the microphone close enough to your mouth. I just want to make sure. How much closer can this thing get to my mouth? The microphone should be about there. Yep, nope, and you moved away. It is not. You're pointing You're like still louder than me. But the problem is, you're, there you go. You're not pointing the microphone at your mouth. There you go. You're still you louder than me. I'll talk quiet. Can I just say I don't if if anybody is listening to this said podcast. We're listening. I'm listening. Can I, I don't you? play the drums. I know it doesn't sound you good. I'm learning the drums. The yeah. the podcast recording opened up with you playing the drums though is the thing. So you do actually play the drum. You're physically sitting at a drum set right now. What I make think? some noise at the drums. What do you think I'm doing? Let's make a noise. Beautiful, isn't it? That reminded me of a Power Rangers episode I saw one time where the monster shot notes at the people. <laughs> uh, it sounded like a weaponized musical note. It's because I'm on the other side of the did. keyboard. I'm standing up behind my keyboard going. If I was on the other side, it would sound like this. But since I'm this way, it's. I'm just saying it sounded like a malicious, malicious note that you just did. Ryan. That didn't sound malicious. Thanks for the melodic assist. You like that? I really did. Pretty good, guys. Well, you know, a special treat for you, ladies and gentlemen, because we've got the old band back together. Can you believe that's even... Was that even... Did you even think a week ago, Ryan, that this would have been possible? Or no, how long, When did we talk last? Like two weeks ago? That what would be possible? That we get the old band back together. Or one of the old band. One version of the old band. Yes? No? Version one of the old band. Version one. <laughs> version one Ver, It's like the DOS version, man. It's like the .08 version. Yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? Back then, I played guitar. Kind of. Huh? You were pretty good at the guitar, man, from what I remember. I could play a few Metallica songs. Which I couldn't do, so. You wouldn't want to do that. Well, let's not get into that part. I mean, <laughs> I like Kirk Hammett. Now, now I d you guys turned me on to them. They're, they were great. I mean, I always knew who they were, and 
I, I really did like some of their songs already, but you know what's funny? Before you guys, the only Metallica song, and this is like sacrilege to actual Metallica fans. The Unforgiven. No, it's the one, maybe that is the name of it. It's the one from the, is it from the Mission Impossible movie, remember? Back in the, um, yeah. That, that down was not Metallica. Here I go. No, yeah, here I go. Is that the name of the song? Uh, it, that's what it. That's how it starts here out. I here, here I go again on my own. Here I go now. Here I go and grow and grow. However he does it, I don't know how he sings, but like that, right? Here I go. Here I go. You know, like that, you know. Hey, God bless them. He is one of the best. Actually, you know what? Okay, here's the thing. I don't really remember that song. Well, here's the thing. Okay, so before you guys, I did know who Metallica was. I did have some appreciation for some of their music, right? But that was the only one song. All the classic Metallica stuff that's more classical music oriented, even though I'm a classical music guy, I never really saw the appeal, right? Until you guys. And you guys had fun with it. And so I finally had fun with it. And now, looking back, Metallica is certainly not like the most influential band on me personally, but what a respect for those musicians. I mean, the things I learned about the guitar from watching Kurt right and, and and listening to that music getting more deeper into their catalog or like James dude he is the best rhythm guitar player probably on the planet do you know a better rhythm guitar player in any band that can do what he can do for the length of time in his career i mean he's legit and he sings the whole time and he's he's probably a, well not probably uh not as good a singer as me but you know that's okay it's okay James you can keep <laughs> trying maybe one day you'll reach my level but that's not the point of this maybe the one day he'll have a multi platinum album Maybe one day he'll have the most beloved and the most successful podcast enterprise in the world, but he's got a lot of catching up to do. You know who else has a lot of catching up to do? Who's that? That, uh, what's the name of that old guy? I forget his name. Do you remember his name? Joe Rogan. That guy. Do you know who he is? Have you heard about this guy? Joe Rogan? Joe Rogan. Do you know who he is? Uh, I've heard his name before. I think I've heard, I've heard Joe. Joe sounds like a really just, it's like an everyman name. Everyone's named Joe. Joe Rogan, Joe Satriani, Joseph Smith Jr., the boxer. Joe Schmo. <laughs> Joe yeah, the, Blow? Huh? And Joe who? Joe Bazooka? Joseph. Yeah, Joseph. Exactly. Thank you, Johnny's sweet little child. <laughs> Johnny, thank you so much for like hosting us in your beautiful home. So the cool thing about the Man High podcast Man High Project Podcast. Thanks, folks. The cool thing about this is that we're like a virus. We spread, we go everywhere, and we cannot be contained. So we come to your homes. We eat your food. We, we break bread, and we make fun of you. That's what we do. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we bring people together. And rock out. And we also rock. Yes, we do. Because two of us can uh, play. No, wait. Actually, that's right, Johnny, because now you're here. No, okay. Here's the thing. I may or may not have ignited a huge public feud with Joe Rogan, Jocko Willink, and a few other people online on Twitter. What do you, what is the cool thing is, is that J Joe does not check his mentions, so you know, he's, I could basically just keep it up forever. And the thing is, I may or may not have said that Ryan could take Joe in a fight. Joe Rogan, that is. Because apparently, I mean, from all I know about Joe Rogan, he's some schmuck that only knows Taekwondo like me. And Ryan and I had a gentleman's agreement, and he kicked my butt. And, I'll, and I'm pretty good at Taekwondo, so I'm just saying I got some pretty good kicks. And I'm just saying that I'm pretty sure Brian could. Brian has boxing. Did you know that, Johnny? He used to train boxing? Yeah. He went to a boxing club, and his dad knows jujitsu. Wait, did your dad really know jujitsu? Yeah, it was traditional style jujitsu. It wasn't Brazilian jujitsu. But the Japanese kind? 
Or was it yeah. judo? Why is this the first I'm hearing this? <laughs> That's fantastic. That's cool, though. Really, he really knows the... He actually trained at a school from John Sharp, who was uh, a professional assassin, I believe. Really? Yeah. That's He's hiding somewhere down in Mexico. <laughs> and uh, some uh, by somewhere you mean you know where, but you're not saying. And I get it; it's cool, gangster. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, back to d- what is that guy's name again? John Sharp. Yeah, what is it? Rogan. Joe. Ro- Joe. Ro- Joe Rogan. That guy. So, um, we really like the idea of bringing people together at the Man High Project, and we just we really feel like it's. You know, some of us, some of us who are doctors, you know, let's say, and, and maybe people who peer into people's teeth, people's mouth for a living, but, but there could be people out there with some income, you know. J- uh, Johnny, you have to laugh in the microphone so the audience can hear you. Um, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> but, <laughs> no, I mean, it has to capture your, re- you have to actually either sit so it's like right, like a fist in front of your face. I don't want that in my face. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, folks. <laughs> <laughs> the volume... Your volume, volume level really seems to be overwhelming everything else, including the thoughts in my head. Okay, here's the thing. <laughs> I'm speaking to you through a microphone that's worth about 15 of the ones that you're... P- like, you have a professional mic, but it would cost 15 of those to be what this one is. What about mine? Is mine expensive? What is the... Yours is like a toy that you could find at a dollar store. <laughs> that you could just All right, <laughs> let gentlemen... Me, let me ask you this question. <laughs> Go ahead. Yes, that is a very expensive mic. Yours has an off switch. That's how cheap it is. Go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. Does the board that that expensive mic is plugged into have a volume knob on it? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, y- you seem to be pretty clueless with the gear. Did you want to go check level? I mean, you're, bro, the board is open. And th- here at the Manhattan Project, we are, we're here to share. If you would like to adjust levels and to get it to something that's good for your ear, I'm open and, and, and ready for your input. Go ahead. It's right there. I'll sh- even show you the knob so it's not confusing. But seriously, do you want to check the levels? I don't want to hurt your feelings. It it doesn't hurt my feelings. <laughs> you might say that publicly, but no, really, because you know what? If if I can get the levels adjusted just right so that your ears like it too, then really, frankly, isn't that just what we want? Is to just let's all listen to something we like. You know what I mean? So we're gonna all gonna listen to your voice played back. Well, if you want me to loop. monologue, I'll monologue. You have. If been you monologuing. want me to ask. Well, yeah, I mean that's that's kind of what the per- first we monologue and then and then you guys, you know, make your cracks and then I'll stop talking and then maybe we ask each other questions. <laughs> you guys know how conversation works, right? I mean, we have <laughs> <laughs> the whole point of our friendship is you guys enjoy watching me monologue. That's kind of been a thing. It's been a trope for fifteen years. It's I do enjoy it. Why most mess with a good time? Thing. Yes. You enjoy it how much of the time? Most of the time. That's a significant portion of your life. Is the thing. So I get it. <laughs> So, um, so what's your deep thought of the day? My deep thought of the day? Yeah. My deep thought. Yeah, th- your deepest thought of the day. You know, when you ask a man what he's thinking, what's on his mind, it's just it's hard to, to just pull a little rabbit out of the hat. But I do have a deep thought. Um, so this whole shindig, this whole gig, whatever we d- we're doing, gentlemen, it just, I don't know, it just feels right. Does that make sense? And I feel like, Sometimes when you are about to do something big in your life, there'll be obstacles that'll be put in your way, right? Do you ever have that happen? I mean, Johnny, you are you a doctor still? Is that or have they taken away your license? Are you are you still able to practice on other people? 
I'm not a real doctor. I know that. I'm a dentist. <laughs> it's not the same thing. You're right. It's okay, doc. But my point is, you had to. You probably had to struggle a little bit to get through dentistry, right? I know that's not easy, right? I mean, I'm so proud of what you accomplished, bro. I mean, you were like a fireball of energy when I met you, man. Not anymore. Sure. You still have it, dude. You still have your your childish. Uh, your what's the word? I'm, what's the w- image I'm trying to paint here? Like that imp energy, you know what I'm saying? Not imp, elf, elf energy. You know what I mean? Like there's there's a sprite in you that lives that shines brighter than most men. Imp is not a compliment. Do you know what it is, Mike? What's we don't. T- the reason it's not why a compliment. We, the reason why we get along is because we don't take ourselves or anything too serious. No, you guys really don't. And but it's it's more than that though. But you guys also care, you know, because you've you you'll you'll. You'll verbally, let's say, gang up on me, right, to to make me the butt of a joke, together, or we've never. That's we've never. No, listen, done listen, that. or or I'll. Johnny, do you remember? Time or you and me will do it to Johnny, or me oh and Johnny. No. Okay, see, they're gonna do it now. But my point is, is that when I was down, you guys lifted me up. You you held out your hand and you picked me up. And you guys do this as a defense mechanism because you don't like it when I'm sweet because you guys cry easy. You guys are big, big pansies. I'm just saying. I've seen both of you cry. I've <laughs> I'm just saying. That for the rest of your lives, that can never, ever change, that I've seen that image and you can no longer be tough to me anymore because I've seen tears down your face because, you know, I made you cry because I have a way with words. I have a way of painting pictures and I have a way of monologuing that gets people captivated. I don't know what to say, man. Get me going and I just can't stop. But I can't remember this time that I cried. I don't seem to remember the time that I cried either. Jonathan, I just sometimes, man, I mean, I don't know. Let me make you cry. Here, listen. I'll tell you a sappy story. So, it's not that sappy. No. <laughs> no, let me just tell you what happened today. How about this? When obstacles come in our way, sometimes we're not sure if, is it this a joke? Is this something that's like the the universe of, is trying to trip me up, right, and stop me from doing what I'm meant to do? And, and wha- how do I react to that? It's a test. Does that make sense? So, I... It took. It takes me two hours to drive from my house here, right, to Tucson. More like three hours. <laughs> well, it was only going to take two hours, but there was a large accident on the freeway, and so it backed up traffic. So I was, I was barely out. It took me an hour to just get outside of Phoenix, right? So uh, it's funny, you know. I made a comment on one of the last podcasts about how we never have gridlock. Thank you, sir. If you could just punch a little melody in there. You could do, so you're just. So you're not going to let them tell the story, or is that part of the jam says? Okay. So the point is this. <clears throat> I find it ironic that we had just talked about how uh, with Sandro, my other co-host, who I Sambo? will be. Sandro and I are going to be doing a lot more together, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I think he and I. What's up, Sid? Shout out to my co-host, uh, my brother. Um, you know, I know you had to work today. Otherwise, you would have been here. And you could have set all the levels and things, and then it would have been better. But I miss you, I love you, and I can't wait to come back to talk tech. So he knows what he's doing, is what you're saying. Uh, he, he, Sandra knows what he's doing in a lot of areas. He's a, he's a good man. He's somebody I really look up to. Um, but no, uh, Sandra, what I like about the idea of this podcast, guys, is we can just, it can be, everything can be different, or every episode can be different, is my point. Like, I can do whatever I want, whenever want. I want. This is here the... <coughs> yeah, the... You know the paint... I want to say something to you, Johnny. Because you, you did point something out, and, and a word I used was not certainly not a compliment, and it, it, it certainly wasn't intended. Let me, I think I can paint a better picture of what I was trying to describe when I want to like explain who I think you are to other people. 
and that is that you know we talked earlier. Okay, I'm a big guy, um, and my height and weight and everything. And Ryan, you're about average size, and you're five ten. And Johnny, you're average, and you're just slightly like an inch shorter than, than Ryan, right? But because of that, you know, we all the small guy jokes we go to you, and all the big guy jokes go to me, right? That's what we do. That was the dynamic for for so so long. But what I really respect about you, Johnny, is like within you, sir, is the heart of a lion. You know, you stand taller than than most men that are way taller than you. Like, you know, even I think Joe Rogan might be taller than you, and he's short. But I'm just saying, you know, I, I just, I want you to know, dude, what I really think. And I think that you've inspired me, and you've you've helped me when I was down. I mean, you, you've been my brother, even though, you know what I'm saying, we're not actual technically siblings, but you've, you've had that, that mind sh- mindset of fellowship. And I'm kind of curious, man, you, you know, all along the way. Thank you. Uh, well, here's my actual question. If you want to actually get into what a podcast might be is maybe talking to each other. Well, I'm kind of curious about your perspective. I mean, tell me a little bit about what's it like to um, be able to accomplish so much. You know, you ha- I think like you've, you you seem to like have a life that you've w- always wanted as long as I've known you. So how have you been able to maintain your childlike kind of sense of humor and your your good nature? Because there's a lot of stress that I know personally you've had to deal with. How is it that you've been able to maintain that level of just play and that level of sponta- spontaneity? You know what I'm saying? I wish I could tell you. I don't know. It's like what Ryan just did to me where he put me on the spot, and it's like I can't answer. Isn't that crazy? Well, have fun every day. Tried to do that. um, We had a lot of fun, didn't we? Ever since I was a missionary. Yeah, man. People would talk about how much work you got to do. I have to have fun every day. It's not an option for me. And when I don't have fun during the day, Mm -hmm. I get very resentful. Ask my wife. Well... (laughs) So, but uh, it doesn't have to be something big. Just uh, hang on, keep talking. I have to walk around here. Excuse me. Well, just whatever. I um. I also like eating sweets every day. It's a little hypocritical, as a dentist, but. (laughs) That's funny. Well, what what's the uh, the dentist? advise that you don't eat sweets at all no it depends uh, if somebody's in my chair and they don't have cavities i say do whatever you're doing even if they're drinking mountain dew every day and eating a bunch of <laughs> crap really i just say whatever you're doing i guess it's working but then hmm. there's people who look like uh like they have no idea <laughs> that their mouth is a wreck and so um i feel I feel like spending a few minutes with them and talking about why that is is helpful to them. Isn't that interesting when it's like you can't, you don't know what you don't see? When I was, um, you know, well, education is really powerful and it's something we take for granted here in the United States. Yeah. When I, I, um, I haven't volunteered very much, but I've been um, three times to Mexico where um, I go to Ensenada with a cleft lip and palate mission trip. That's right. And, and I remember um, it was baffling to me to learn that the children and some adults there that were from some remote villages, uh-huh. they had no, no idea that uh, they had to brush their teeth. They had no idea that what? the pain in their mouth was associated Could, may with... May I pause you just so I get a little more context? I'm curious... The people that you're speaking of, 
what is their, I mean, they're not living a Western lifestyle. Like, do they have running water and electricity? Like, what is the level of their day-to-day? Are they living in a hut? Like, what are we talking about? You know what I mean? I don't know, um, because they were bussed in by uh, an American woman who lives there full-time. She's supported by her parents and her church faith. I think she can live down there on, like, two or three hundred dollars a month. So it's not incredible. It's wow. not much money to but her sacrifice is great. But she has a fifteen passenger van and uh, huh. the week before we get there she just drives around and figures out which kids are in pain with their teeth, which uh and she wow. buses them all in. So um but we're in Ensenada. That's a major city. Of course they have running water and every everything we would have here in Tucson. It's a wow, it's okay. a beautiful city. That's can I and I don't want to s- I don't want to s- turn this back into me, but this is my podcast. Um, <laughs> no, I. But something you said really struck me about how you know they just don't know they need to brush their teeth, right? And I think mental health is a lot like that. Mental health is so weird because you know you could have a serious mental health issue and not have any frame of reference to understand that you have it, or even if you barely had some awareness of it, it's not like you have to almost start to become a psychology student just to know where to get the right help. Because you can go to any psychologist, but it doesn't mean jack squat in terms of like, are they qualified to assist your specific, you almost have to, you can't self-diagnose, right? But you have to have a hunch of what that diagnosis could be before you can even ask for the right person. The level of intellect and the level of research that you need to be able to possess to do that the right way seems unfair to me for, like, a lot of people, a lot of places. And there's lots of qualified psychiatrists, I'm sure, in some places and and psychologists, but they're hard to find sometimes, and they're they're hard to get appointments for. It's not like a dentist where I can go anywhere, you know, and, and get quality dentist care in this country. You know, I even lived in poor parts of town, you know what I'm saying, when I was younger, single man, and, and when I didn't have access to as much money as I do today, let's say, because I work a better corporate gig, um, I was in a little kind of run-down little part of town in Phoenix, and I got a quality dentist right there nearby. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, why is it so different? I don't understand that. I can't even imagine what it's like to be bust in miles and not even know to get, I mean, that's incredible to me. So that's, I didn't mean to derail this too much, but I, I'm fascinated by what you're sharing, like what people have to go through. Well, let me ask this question. Combining both of the topics that have been brought up. Okay. Johnny, do you feel like for the most part, most people's teeth are going to react the same way to certain things? No. Really? No. Um, Could you bring it like right in front of your mouth as if... No. I know it sounds in your ear that you can hear yourself pretty well, but for the recording, it's going to be right here against your mouth to, to really hear you well. Okay. Um, so everybody's, everybody's, um, level of sensitivity is different. Uh, I did, I did a lot of fillings today and two patients in particular were, they were more difficult to get numb and that could be my technique. That also could be their, where their nerves are because all of us have different anatomy. So our, um, could there be inflammation issues that could cause some of that? Uh, that's normally when the tooth's infected and there's an abscess. I see. And that, that is because the tissue is more acidic. Okay. And so the anesthetic just isn't able to work at its optimum level. So 
A lot of people sense. who have abscess, uh, abscessed teeth, the anesthetic doesn't work as predictably as we'd like. But e even even people with healthy teeth, mm -hmm. um, I've I've done crown preps on guys that wanted no anesthetic, and that would have like that would be so painful for some people. It they they'd never forget it. It would be the worst experience of their entire life. Really. And with this guy, it's not that he's tough. It's just that he really doesn't feel it. Like, he really... Um, Are you thinking what I'm thinking on that, Ryan? In terms of the physical versus the mental health and, like, the sensitivity level? Because we talked about emotions in, in our last podcast, episode two, right? And I think one of the things that you and I, I find fascinating is we're on the same wavelength, right? But... Correct. Sorry, sir. Uh, but, but, the, but the way that you react is so usually deadened. And I think... You're on the other end of a spectrum uh, that I'm on this other end where I'm highly sensitive. I get I, every th little thing. It's actually entertaining for guys. I mean, this is why a lot of guys like to pick on me because I'm funny <laughs> when I'm picked on, right? Because I'm, I'm right. it's a defense mechanism I've worked up for years, right? Because I'm super sensitive. I said this, I, th I think I said the phrase, I'm a sensitive little nilly, <laughs> something like that on, on the one of the last pot. And, I, and I, I like to joke about that because I think it's funny. Uh, you know, there came a point where I finally just had to love myself for what I was and accept that I'm sensitive and then all of a sudden I can start managing it, right? And for you, uh, you know, I feel like from what you, the way you described it and, and the conversations we've had since because we have talked at length since the last <laughs> podcast, um, what, I mean, do you see that same kind of like, like dichotomy or parallel between the physical and the not physical in terms of like mental health and physical health? There's these same spectrums of people being different and the same treatment does not work for two people. They can even be the same DNA, like twins, right? And the same treatment of mental health will not, because it depends on what they've been through. If that one twin had a traumatic experience and the other twin was not there for it, they're going to have di different mental palates or different mental mouths, whatever, I don't know, what, what spaces, mental space, just like your mouth space, you know, if you keep it, if you brush it really well and you... You know, if you've had a traumatic event like a car crash, you might have brushed your teeth really well for a lot of years, right? But you may need some reconstruction at that point. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. What do you guys think? Dentistry is um, not quite uh, – I think there are parallels there. But for the most part, if you numb someone up in a certain place, it's going to work. And right. if you remove decay and put a filling in, it's going to work. You know, but there are there are people with uh, it is a spectrum of sensitivity. Some people, their teeth are so sensitive, no matter what you do, you can put the most amount of sensodyne, fluoride, desensitizer on it, and their teeth are still sensitive. You want to hear a rock guitar play in the background? Anybody? Oh, okay. Is it coming out of the speakers? I think they're. Are they playing something back there? Oh, no, no. I'm just, it's, I'm not wearing headphones, so I'm just sort of in the room, and the, the noise is, it's hard for me to hear where it's coming from, because I, well, Johnny, I think I just discovered that I'm not, as, it's from my backpack? Did you say it's coming from the backpack? I don't hear it. Now you're making me think I'm crazy. I don't hear a rock. You might be. Now it's gone. Nope. You hear it? So, uh, Brittany, you hear it. Brittany, go back there. See if the kids are it's playing. It's not like a toy. No, no, no. I don't mean to interrupt. If the kids are playing, I don't. I just. I thought it was coming through as feedback because that happens in speakers. I don't mean to derail us either. I. This is. Well, Johnny, this is kind of. We're sort of on the 
same topic, but you know, I just discovered that I have a hearing disability. I didn't know. I did not know that I'm like hard of hearing. It's how, funny. How could you not be hard of hearing when you played rock music your whole life? Okay, I understand this, but at the same time, you have to understand the trauma I went through at that age, and the only solace I had was music, right? So, Marilyn Manson. What? What are you talking about? Oh, you're making a joke. Sorry, no, I I got I got sidetracked. Sorry. Um, are you are you talking about the days when you played your guitar at your knees? What? Sorry, I'm I'm distracted. Are you talking about the days when you played your guitar down at your knees? Ryan, you're making noise somehow. I hear it over there. Oh, that's me. What about now? Is it gone now? No. You're playing music for me. Are you? Yeah. Where's your phone? Let me put it in my phone. Where's your phone? <laughs> Am I going crazy? Oh, yeah, it is. Okay. So your phone's been playing this whole time? Velvet Revolver. Yeah. That's spooky. Spooky. We talked about Scott Weiland, didn't we? Rest in peace, sir. Oh, we saw one Velvet Revolver concert together, you and me, Ryan. That was actually Stone Temple Pilots. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember that? I do, and my brain inserted uh, Velvet Revolver with, uh, because, well, it's Scott, you know, Wyland, the, the singer. Do you remember when he said that Plush was one of the... Oh my gosh, yes. That had literally changed the world. I remember. Allegedly. What did you think when he said that? I thought that instantly, like instantly I knew that if we ever got to a level, because back then you and I wanted to play rock. That's what we want to do with our lives, at least at the moment then, right? Right. And I thought at that moment that I'd get along with him. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that scary that the moment he's the most megalomaniac-ish, I laugh so hard that I was like, that dude has a sense of humor. That's hilarious. Do you know what I mean? Like, when he said it, you and I just thought it was, no one else reacted, I feel like, the way you and I did to what he said. As far as... People yeah. took him seriously. Like, what you just said he did, right? He's, he was talking about the song Plush, right? Right. And then... He made some kind of like comment about how it either changed a lot of people's lives. I the way he worded it made it sound cocky, but it was funny the way he did it. And I'm trying to—I can't remember the way he worded it. Do you? He basically said that it affected the world in a very positive way, um, and on a very wide, wide level. I guess. I can't remember how he worded it. I don't but how does that song go? And I feel now depends on the weather. Is that the one, right? That <laughs> Have I even that? heard this song? You've heard it. I've unplugged you. Nope, won't work. I unplugged you because the, remember the noise that came from your phone? All you have to do is plug those three chords back into the to the little board there. How does he know which, which sequence to plug them in with? Well, Ryan has been playing guitar for 20 years, 30 years. How long have you been playing, bro? I'm pretty sure you can figure out if he just looks at it. For, he's doing it now. See, he got he figured out the input. There you go. Uh -huh. hmm. And then you still have one more right next to it. There you go. Uno mas. Uno mas, por favor. 
Uno Mas. Give it a second. You're going to have to plug it in all the way, though. You're not plugged in on the guitar part. Hey, the first one. Can first we chord. play, can we play a song? You're in now. I want to play a rock song. Okay. I feel like that's ambitious, and I appreciate that. Um, the gear is not holding up to the desire. I can't. I don't have the ears for it. Even though I heard that little noise that was in the background, like the, it's because, I don't know how to explain myself here. You know, I, I talked about how I, I am hard of hearing, and then I just had this great example of how I could hear, <laughs> right? That was a huge contradiction. Because when I'm in a certain zone and I'm listening for certain things, I have a superpower and I have super hearing when I'm editing audio. And this is basically editing audio for me. I'm not even really necessarily talking to you guys or talking to anyone but me because I know I'm going to edit this later. I, most of this stays unedited, right? But I take chunks of it and I get little gold nuggets and then the fun starts to happen. You know, I just gave us a taste with the the teaser. Did you listen to any of the podcasts at all? John, it's fine. You're not going to offend me if you hadn't. Have you heard any episodes at all? Because I, 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 like, launched the information on you, like, last minute. When did I tell you about the podcast? A couple of Closer days to ago. Your, closer to your, I can't Qu- hear. A couple of days ago. So you haven't had, you've had no time to react or. No, I have not listened to any of the podcasts other than the Father's Day rap. And there I you will, go. I will admit that was. That caught me off guard, I'll say. What was your reaction? Um. <laughs> <laughs> I've been a rock guy forever, so. Yeah, I think you should stick to rock. That <laughs> that <laughs> that <laughs> rap. <laughs> well, that was just fun. Like that. I figured it was. I don't feel like I'm going to be. You know, Kanye does not have competition for me. I will say that. <laughs> right? Was that a rap, though? I don't really know that I would consider that a rap. It's a rap. Well, it is, I mean, Will a rap, Smith technically. doesn't have much more talent than MJ <laughs> here, but he made a career out of it. Getting jiggy with it. Ah, <laughs> uh, na 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 na. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Stuff like that. Getting jiggy with it. No, that was just a little tribute. It was meant to be a fun, playful thing, right? And. And frankly, it was I was it was off the cuff, right? Because I was just inspired by Sandra's son. Uh, his name was uh, Antonio, and he came by. He came home early or whatever. Maybe he was on time, and we were talking too long. But either way, we weren't expecting him, right? Because we got caught in this conversation. And he just comes in the door, and it was such a wonderful thing to see this kid. You know, he's grown up to be such a. How old is he? Now he's in his. Uh, he's got to be either nineteen or like twenty. He's okay. he's a young man. He's you an know? adult. He's an adult, yeah. When last I saw him, he was in high school still, you know. He uh, he impressed me. He really did. And, he, and, you know, after the podcast, we still sat down and had a little conversation. He spoke uh, Espanol when, you know, we had a whole conversation in Spanish. And he, you know, his accent is fantastic. But you don't speak Spanish. I've been learning. I understand. You, uh, how did you word it, Ryan? Uh, yo enten- no entiendo, uh, pero no habla. Pero no hablo. Entiendes bien, Entiendes bien, pero no hablo bien. Entiendo bien, pero no hablo bien. Sí. You you understand good, but you don't speak good. Yeah, that's the story of my life. Did <laughs> I did I understand? Did I comprende? Yeah, yeah, because you don't have that kind of problem. Y- you no, know, you speak well. You uh, you have a way with words, actually, Johnny. I mean. No, in español. No, you don't. You sound like a three-year-old. <laughs> 
So do I. I mean, I, I'm probably on the level with like a kid. If I could, uh, if I had, if there's a five year old who spoke Spanish, right, five to eight year old range, I could probably have a fun little conversation. But yeah, and I and I can impress some people, some adults. Like in my job, I'll I'll throw out a, and my accent's decent, so I can impress people on on the cuff if I tell a story that I know really well. I have the story. You ready for it? Mi familia de mi madre es de Costa Rica, so. Uh, Todos de mi familia hablan español, pero yo y mi hermano y mi padre son gringos grandes. And I can say that to people in a way that I have made a lot of people laugh with that little little tidbit, that little, I'm I revealing some secrets I here. understood all of that. Thank yeah, you. Right? So I, I can understand more than I can speak. What? When you said uh, the last part, that means that you are all big, literally big. Oh, really? Thank well, you for correcting that me. I Is that why people laugh? Probably maybe. See? The funny thing is it still works. I still connect with folks and What would the correct know. would it be muchas gringos? Or yeah, how would you gringos say gringos mucha mucho. Verdaderos gringos. Verdaderos gringos. It's like we're gringos verdaderos. True white people. Or gringos de verdad. Gringos de verdad? <laughs> gringos de verdad? I can't really talk. I'm still a little cotton mouse. Excuse de verdad, gringos. But you I'm can gray. roll your R's. That's a lot more yeah, than I can do. Well, it's because I heard it my whole life. That's all. I mean, it's just I've heard it so much. That's all. Well, I've heard it probably more than you, and I cannot do it. What do you mean you've heard it more than me? How long, have you been completely how long have you been completely immersed in the Spanish language? Two years, right? At the most? Or no, well, that's right. Because you, you went back down as a dentist. At, well, how many? Give me. Well, maybe it's more than me. I, mean, I, I grew, grew up. I grew up on the south side of Tucson. Okay, I mean, I was I was bilingual until I was five. My mother spoke both English and Spanish to me, and I was fluent until five. And then I got picked on at school, and I came home and I told my mom, "Don't talk to me in Spanish anymore." Really? Yeah. And then instead That's of like probing me and figuring out why I was mad, she stopped speaking Spanish to me for the rest of my life, and then she died. So I never had to learn Spanish from her. But you know. She got so offended that she never ever forgave me like the rest of her life, and I know she didn't mean to. She probably didn't get around to it. And I probably didn't re-explain that I had this issue, but like I wanted to learn Spanish. I even took a semester in, you know, high school, two semesters, excuse me, and it helped. I mean, frankly, I wouldn't be able to speak and understand what I do now if I hadn't taken those classes for sure. And Duolingo, thank you, Duolingo. So. So what's inspiring you to want to learn Spanish all of a sudden? I don't know, man. I just feel like. I need to get over that little, whatever that little weird little grudge thing I just had to explain, right? I just finally, like, there's no excuse. Like, you guys, the technology is here in our pockets. You can learn Chinese if you want to right now. You can learn Spanish, Russian. You can learn whatever language that, that, that might connect you to your past, right? Maybe if you're an American, you know, you, your parents immigrated here from somewhere unless you're native, right? But even then, there's native languages on this thing. The point is you can connect yourself a little bit to your past if you just get connected with that language, right? It's in your pocket now. And I just had no more excuses for not at least making a 15-minute effort a day. And, you know, within six months, I started feeling that I'm right back to the level I was, at least in high school. When I had those two semesters, I felt like I was... You wait, know, if wait, you, you me do somewhere, 15 minutes a day for the last six months. You've done that I finally stopped because of the podcast. I've just, I just, when coronavirus hit, my priority stuff had to change. And so, like, I had, I was already frantically trying to learn Spanish, yeah, for, um, for like, pretty wa- for like a while. So, what's the end goal with that? Just to be more you fluent? You feel like you're going to be more connected to your ancestors? Well, I'm going to go to Costa Rica eventually. 
I have never been, and I need to. So it's going to happen before I die, and I want to be able to speak a little bit of language when I get there. What are you going to do when you go there? Um, look at gravestones, t- uh, try to find some of my cousins, just, you know, So connect. just as a backup plan, you know Google has an app that can... I'm well aware, yeah. Read and it's instant. write and... Mm-hmm. Did you know about the Google Buds? You can just have it in your ear. Instant translation. It's a universal translator, like on Star Trek. That does exist today in 2020. You just buy Google Buds, put them in your ears, and let Google do the work. Well, how do you speak then? You, you speak your language, You know what, Mike? and the phone I'm makes noise in the other person's language. You just, here's I'm my phone, sir. I'm going to go off the rails here Interesting. for a yeah, sec. It's incredible. I'm a, in the last podcast that we did, mm-hmm. you claimed that you weren't a hardcore Star Trek fan. <laughs> But yet you've made how many <laughs> references to Star Trek? I'm a big hard. I counted I'm one on the podcast. I'm a big Star Trek fan, but I that right. Uh, if you can try to move that mic maybe either closer to you, like a fist from your face, like you want to be right in. Yeah, it's gonna work that way. What'd you say? What you just said something, Johnny? I didn't hear you, sir. I don't think I okay, said sorry. anything. I'll, re- I'll well respond to Ryan's Star question. Star Trek? Or I'll go back. I'll, I'll circle back. I'll circle back. You basically lied about <laughs> oh being goodness. a hardcore Trekkie because <laughs> he lied to my face, basically. I love you, Ryan. You know what it is that I don't use that label of hardcore? You know why I'm not a hardcore fan? Because I'm not the type of fan that shows up to the premiere of a movie dressed in the character of the main villain. <laughs> Doc. <laughs> <laughs> Are you uh, talking about the Spider-Man 3 midnight showing? It's like I finally batted <laughs> something over to Johnny for once. For once in 15 years, I finally have you, man. <laughs> Got you, man. Finally. He, I made you laugh. I don't really remember this. I've dressed up Are for you several me? movies. but <laughs> There's your hardcore nerd fan. He is a dentist after all. We love you, Johnny. I mean, I dressed up as Doc Ock. I vaguely remember that. (laughs) I have a vivid image of you dressed up as Doc Ock with tin foil spider arms. (laughs) And it was legit. Like, you had spent hours on this thing, dude. How do you not remember? You you very obviously put some love into this costume. And it was, it it brightened everyone else's day. I was in jeans. (laughs) Nobody (laughs) else dressed up but me? No one. John, I think Ryan might have had a superhero sh- T-shirt on. That was about it. I think I may have had a <laughs> logo. Had, I think I had a black T-shirt on. Like a Did, oh, you probably had Batman. That's, m- that's probably what it is. You had the logo of Batman usually on your body somewhere <laughs> in a given time. You're always wearing black. All right, you got away from this Star Trek <laughs> thing about the, the lie that you told. You're Johnny. You're, you're, how big of a Star Trek fan are you, Johnny? Uh, I'd say moderate. Moderate. Okay. That's, that's how I would describe myself. So, <laughs> I'm always I, moderate I in everything I do. I have two autographs, Tuvok and... <laughs> See, okay, you have two more than I do, though. The fact that you... Okay, most Star Trek fans don't even know who Tuvok is. They don't watch Voyager. They only watch the original series and yeah, the Next you, Generation. you knew what Voyager was. Therefore. Just because I knew the reference doesn't mean that other Trek fans... Uh, there's plenty of Trek fans, too, that know way more than me, that have way deeper. That's why I don't what think of myself as a... What does that have to do with how big of a fan you are? I am a fan of the. I'm not a fan of the Star Trek comic books and and you know the novels just because I never took the time to read them. 
I'm sure I'd love them if I so thought. So you're dove trying in. to justify your fandom? No, no, I'm only trying to actually honestly answer your question. So the reason why I don't consider myself a hardcore fan is because people that go hardcore, they don't just watch the shows and movies like I do and know them and love them. They memorize all of the things by heart. They know all the stats by heart. They know the actors' names. They know they go into the comic book series. They'll go into the the, the what do you call it, the novel series, right? And they'll get deep. And I'm like, there's a point where I've reached where if I can watch, I watched all the shows. And I watched. How you know many, what? How many times have you watched the shows? I'll tell you each one because I know. Right. Uh, the Do you speak Klingon? No, I don't. See, well, there you go. Hardcore this, example. Though. Get this though. I said huh. something to him in the podcast we did last, and he's like, "That's such a Romulan thing to say." Well, yeah, that was <laughs> like, to make Sandra laugh. Actually, I don't really feel like. Like what? Uh, huh? Fan that wasn't hardcore would say uh, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> you got me there. No, that was, but that was a nod to Sandro, because I'm sure that Sandro would have laughed at that, at least, you know, and I haven't asked him about that joke in particular. We've, we've talked, too, and there's so much to talk about with, with tech going on right now. Uh, Apple has a conference thing going on, so that's all he wants to talk to me about, right? And I want to, like, have an eight-hour conversation with him about that, and I want to talk to you guys about other stuff. I don't have enough time in my day to talk to all the dudes I want to talk to. It's crazy. You see how he keeps getting away from the Star Trek thing? Yes, on purpose. Yeah, I saw Sometimes that. it's been by accident in my life, but this is absolutely... I'm so trying to steer... The, here's the thing okay, here about it. I'm a big Star Wars fan. <laughs> I love you, Ryan. Okay, and we... <laughs> I had... I felt like there was a feud between hardcore Trekkies like Mike and Star Wars fans. And he's calling me Mike. In <laughs> trying the to sense... He's trying to... Do you see what he's doing? He's like in the sense that he's in the zone right now. He thinks that he's smarter. You put a backwards hat on and a guitar in your hands and you just turn into this like, I don't know, man. I don't explain it. You're hilarious. <laughs> That's such a like you Sith get me going. Do. That's such a Sith thing to do to try to run and hide from a battle. Oh, a Sith thing. <laughs> well, you know, here's the thing about Siths. Um, there's some practicality in the dark chaos energy. Johnny, here, you're a Star Trek fan. If you know how to wield it. Is there a feud between Have Star you ever heard Wars of fans and Star Trek fans? Let me shift the conversation again, gentlemen. There, I can see there's one right in front Let of me. Let me shift right. the conversation. Let me shift the conversation. L- l- hear me out. Have you ever heard about a gray Jedi? Do you know what a gray Jedi, gray Jedi is? How deep into the lore are you, sir? Because if you want to switch universes and you want to get into Star Wars, you think I can't hack it? Get into it, brother. I don't know what, what a gray Jedi What inspires you about is. Star Wars? Huh? What? Is a gray Jedi an old Jedi? A gray Jedi is someone that takes the good, you know, the Jedi Jedi, the people who are put, you know, put up by the Republic as the good guys, and you have the Sith who are the evil. It's somebody who knows both ends of the spectrum. False. Like Lord Vader. Lord Vader? False. Huh? You're right. I absolutely, I really am glad that, that this is happening right now because you're right. I guess I'm not really a Star Wars fan because I don't know what it, you said. It, Vader? Oh, Lord Vader. Lord Vader. No, I thought you said Lord Vader with a B, and so that's why I was like, I don't know what you're... No, really. No, no. But now you said Vader with a V. So basically... I heard Vader with a B because I'm half dead. You said it with an ESL accent. Who did? You did. Who? English is a second Lord Lord Vader. (laughs) What? (laughs) Anyway. Lord Vader. You're like... Por favor. Right now, he's... he's (laughs) No... Mike <laughs> is doing his best impression of Neo from The Matrix, dodging every <laughs> Star Trek question that comes at him. <laughs> what was the Star Trek question? There though? is there is something that he doesn't want to reveal. What can I not answer? To the no, no, really, I'll back up. I'll rewind. Really, what is the actual question? Though? Well, first of all, you interrupted Johnny. You didn't let him answer the question that I asked him. Okay, sorry okay. about that. 
I asked Jim, do you think Mike is a hardcore Star Trek fan? Yes. Really? Well, isn't that special? Now, do you think that... Although, could you speak a little more into the... Just a little closer. Okay. <laughs> you could just, you know, sit so the mic is there. Or take the mic off the stand and just hold it, you know? That's what I'm doing. The only, the only reason I... Can you really I not hear me? Or you just don't like looking over it? No, sir. It's I, because I know... I'm, I'm telling you, I know how the thing is going to sound in the recording. And if you'll just... If you'll humor me. Okay. Yeah, I that's fine. I just want to put a nail in this coffin once and for all. It's my thing. Because I don't. You want you want me to th- to do you want me to say I'm a hardcore trekkie? Will that stop the line of questioning? Like, what is it that you need to hear from me, my brother? Well, I was asking you that there there seems like the, at least from my perception, I don't know if it's true or not that hmm. there's a feud between Star Trek and Star Wars fans. If there is, I don't know about one. I don't. But the Star Trek fans are too classy <laughs> to admit there is. And you and me have a feud. They think they're more intelligent. They're above Star Wars. I think Joe Rogan thinks he's above coming to the people, visiting his guests. Just saying, if you really want me to get into it, um, I think I think Jocko's slipping on leg day on Father's Day. You know, here we are putting out great content. What are you doing, Jocko? When's your last podcast? I'm just kidding. He's fantastic. Uh, frankly, I'm a huge fan. Who's Jocko? You you don't know who Jocko Willick is? Oh, he's great. Uh, he's a podcaster. But is his real name Jocko? Yeah, uh, he's a Navy former Navy SEAL, uh, retired. He's a, he was an officer. He uh, he used to train Navy SEALs. He's his been birth combat. name is Jocko. I, I guess. I mean, I don't. I've never actually Googled it to double check it, but everywhere I see it, it's Jocko. I mean, he's written books as Jocko Willink. I mean, I think that's his name. So he's a Navy SEAL, and he has a podcast. Um, he's retired, and he, yeah, he's at, he has one of the biggest podcasts in the world. Just out of, he went on Joe Rogan a couple times and Tim Ferriss, and both of them suggested for him to start a podcast. And now it's like one of the giants in the podcast world. Yeah, like in just a very short time. Hmm. I'll yeah, Jocko, he's great. He's and he's really solid. I mean, he gives a lot of great advice. How does that compare to the Manhive podcast? Well, um, in we probably play our instruments just a little better than Jock. I mean, I know he plays some bass. I know he's in a band somewhere. I mean, we could have a contest if we want to just like, do a... We could do a band contest, like a live kind of thing. I don't know. What do you guys want to do? Maybe he could join in, uh, you know, on bass. Oh, my gosh. Do you think he would? No, he wouldn't. Maybe. Why I mean, would he not? Does he live in Arizona? I guess. I mean, do, do old men have good taste? Do they actually want to play in cool bands, or do they want to... I don't know what... CCR <laughs> revival, maybe he. I feel invincible. I feel I can talk all this trash to Jocko because I feel like he'll never listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> and and you realize that if he got a hold of you, you'd probably be <laughs> dead and within like thirty seconds. Okay, yeah, but in a war of wits, I could hold my own. So, at least with him in the room. Could you? Yeah, I think so. You think you could? I believe so. I could. I could talk to anybody. I can. I can. When you say a war of wits, what does that even mean? That means can you talk with kings but not lose your common touch? Can you can you speak to uh, you can you can you change your levels with people? He can do that really well. So can Joe. I think I can hold my own with him. Yeah. Why? So you're sen- you're asking if you can fight to the level of your opponent? Wait, w- fight physically? No, I would lose in a fight with Jocko. That's why we're sacrificing Sandra. We're throwing him at him at Jocko to give me a second to talk to the leader, Professor X. You know, Jordan Peterson. That's the plan, right? I thought that was the plan. 
plan is you, you have a boxing match with Joe Rogan. We throw Sandro and see what happens with him and, and Jocko. Uh, Johnny's the surprise guest who can – Johnny, you have to laugh in the microphone. We have to capture the audience. Johnny, Johnny, you know, you could just be a ninja who just pops out of nowhere, unexpected, and just saves the day. You can take all the credit. I don't even care. You know, and then I'll sit down with Professor X, with Jordan Peterson, when he's feeling better. God, I hope you're doing well, sir. Um, and, you know, and have a great conversation. We should do a podcast. It'd be great. Sandra will come on. All, all seven of us. I feel like there should be someone else. Jamie will be there. I mean, in my dreams, anyway, this is this, this wonderful conversation with a bunch of these cool dudes. Maybe I could just have a cool conversation with guys that I know, one at a time, and get to, get to like, actually connect, you know, with my friends. And, and you know, I'm just grateful to be here. Johnny, dude, it's just so nice to see you and your lovely family. You know, you're, the spirit that I feel when I come in your home, dude, is palpable. It feels like peace here. You know what I'm saying? Thank you. I can, I can tell the kind of family that you're cultivating with your wife, like the partnership you guys have and these kids. And you're doing a lot of the same things I'm trying to do for my kids, right? Like I'm trying to, to, to get them to love music and to get them to be kind to their siblings and get them to be helpful, you know, dutiful citizens and, and – you know, and it's inspiring to see other people working so hard. And because I know how hard it is, dude. I got young kids. I get it. You got four, and that's hard. And, and you, you rock it, man. You, you. That's what I'm saying. Like you've done it. Well, I know. Okay, low key. Yeah, I know. It's pretty much all your wife. But maybe that, maybe that is it. I mean, maybe that is you find the right person, and then maybe you can keep your childlike, you know, spontaneity and your, and you know, what I'm saying your perspective. The thing, like the question I asked you earlier, and I think that's true with me and my and my family, right? My my wife brings a dynamic that just, she does something to me, right? And, and I get to have fun. And those kids are so much fun, man. You know? So I'm so grateful to be able to just spend time with both of you. It's Likewise. Fun. When was the last time that all three of us were in the same room? It's been too long, man. When's the hey, I, got a, I got a better one for you. When's the last time the three of us have been in one room with instruments? Even longer, that's right? That's 13 years. Too long. That was right when you guys kicked me out of the band, right before I got married. Okay. Do we need to get into this now? If the people need to hear the story. We did not kick you out of the band. You replaced us literally with two other dudes named Mike and Ryan. (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember doing that, Johnny? Do you remember? They were my roommates. I didn't replace you. They were just We would have moved in with you if you had asked us. But you didn't. No, you wouldn't have. You were you wanted to live by yourself. I moved in with your brothers, bro. Well, that was that was after the fact. Right, but because but you already had replaced me with Mike and Ryan. And so the cool thing though, when you replaced us, <laughs> Ryan and I decided that we could find another drummer and you know I wasn't the drummer though. <laughs> I was a guitar player. You were always the drummer. I had Johnny. a green fender Wait, do you still have that squire. though? Squire. Did you get rid of it or do you still have it? It was never mine. It was my brother's. Oh, which brother? Ben. I know. That was our first guitar. (laughs) Ben, uh, shout out to Ben and David, twins, and uh, my former roommates. And uh, you know what? Good man. Stepped up. Even though there's this, uh, just like with you and me, Johnny, like we'll rouse each other, and and your your brothers know me well, and they're hilarious too. They have an excellent wit, just like, you know, your whole family. You guys are so much fun to be around. But, um... (laughs) <laughs> I definitely had the same kind of like a little bit of back and forth with more Ben than David. David's a lot more relaxed, I would say, in terms of like, not, not that he's relaxed, but I would say 
he's more easygoing with my personality type, whereas Ben and me tend to more clash heads because Ben is very, I don't know how to explain it, at least 10 years ago, whatever, last time I saw him, um, he's a lot like me. Like, <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. Like, he, he just, he's, he'll take something head on, you know what I'm saying? And we sort of butt heads. But both of those dudes are, what are you laughing at? Oh, I'm missing something here. What did you guys get into bare knuckle boxing? Yeah, not like you and me. Sounds like, uh, what, did you not put your arguments. cereal bowl away? We were roommates. I mean, I'm difficult to live with. I mean, your what brothers, are you talking about? Your brothers were probably some of the best roommates I actually ever had because they were, they actually. They were the only roommates you ever had. They did the dishes. No, I, uh, no, I, there's other dudes that we aren't going to get into right now. I don't want to name peop- other people. Are you talking about Mike do D? Not, no, do, don't, do not name people like that if you would. I don't mind Mike saying D the, from the Beastie Boys? I'm just saying. I really don't want to like trash on people for most of the podcast. What I want to focus on is the fact that even your brothers that I that I spent time with, where it's like we had a little bit of back and forth, right? Or we, or we didn't, you know, I didn't do the dishes when I was supposed to, or he. There was always an understanding that you know if you, whatever you try to fix your mistake, you move on. There was always like a circle back and let's you know we just we reset, and we were cool. You, you know, know they still live in the same place. Do they really? Mm-hmm. Well, hey, whatever, let's vote. But still, I still love those dudes. So basically, what you're saying is you and Ben fought all the time. <laughs> so almost, just replace the all the time part with like some of the time, and then that's accurate. Yeah. But Dave and I fought too. Dave got annoyed with me because I was the one not doing the dishes. I mean, certainly, <laughs> my wife can attest. You, <laughs> you don't do dishes. I don't use a lot of dishes. That's why I never really did a lot of dishes, yeah. How do you not use a lot of dishes? Well, now I do because I eat like a normal person. But back when you knew me, I didn't. You ate like disposable type I never food. cooked. You I mean, except for special occasions. Banquet TV dinner? Oh, no. I want hot food. I uh, want man I fast food. That's what I would do. Hmm. So From the time I was 16 to the time I got married... You know, it was my job to feed myself, and let's just say that I was bad at it. And the easiest way to do it is just feed yourself with fast food because it's hot and warm, you know, delicious food. And Some might say you ate like a king. I said that I ate like a king, and I was right. <laughs> and I've, I've suffered the illnesses of kings. You know, I have gout, so what do you want from me? Gout <laughs> sucks. Oh, my gosh. Gout is the worst. What is, is that gout, gout related is so to fast painful. food? Yeah, what does that have to do gout, with eating fast food? Gout. Don't. Eat the American diet, please, everyone. Don't get fat. Don't do what I did. Don't get to 500 pounds because when you lose Wait, the weight, you never made it to 500. The gout gets no, Johnny. I got it to 515 at my heaviest. Oh, um, I lost my mobility. I lost my ability to walk more than say 20 yards and stop. I had to stop. Yeah, so I got pretty bad. So gout was caused by fast food, not directly, right? But uric acid. The the chemistry in my body, right, that's, uh, that's affected by all this food I ate for how many years, don't do that process. Just like you can eat a little bit of junk food here and there, but don't do what I did. The problem is I didn't have anyone explain to me how to take care of myself at 16 because I was sheltered. Like at the time that my mom passed away, I had no cooking skills. Zero. I still have no cooking skills. And I had nobody to step in and teach me or even to help me understand because my dad would just give me some bucks and – like I said, at the time we had a bad, like, our relationship got really bad before it got to what it is today. Like, r- right now I feel very solid with my dad. He's amazing. But at that time, he was struggling, right? 
he was not cognitively, he was suffering through mental illness and could not himself to really take care of himself well, let alone us. So he was there physically, but he was checked out. And that's not his fault at all. And I don't blame him for it anymore. Okay? But I did not have the skills, nor did I know where to get the skills to take care of myself like a regular adult. When I moved out How on my own. How did you get the money to eat fast food every day? That's expensive. I worked there, and it was free. You worked at Chico's Tacos? Taco Bell. <laughs> Chico's Tacos, I wish. Oh, Love that place. Taco. That was my what was first job. What Bell, was yeah. your go-to? If, if there was one single place that you ate the most... Taco Bell. He Taco just Bell. said it. He, he worked there. Taco Bell is the... It's the place. the place. Can we guess your go-to uh, meal at Taco Bell? I would rather enjoy that, yes. I'd say it was a Nacho Bell Grande with a modified menu on top, like several types of meat and no vegetables. I, I kind of feel on. like there might have been a chalupa in there. That will get your guys are getting warmer. Keep maybe, adding. Maybe Nacho Bell Grande... All together, and then you dump so it in a modified, the deep fryer. I, I will tell you, Johnny, your first guess, your first impulse was a good one. It was always a Nacho Bell Grande that was modified, right? I either would have no, no tomatoes. Vegetables. Well, I would add jalapenos, but that was it. Just cheese, jalapenos, meat, and beans. No lettuce. Well, you don't well that's protein no vegetables. and like a gallon of grease. Okay, so yeah, right, right. a chalupa, and then I'd, I'd no have a chalupa. Or tomato. Right, I'd have meat and cheese on it and sour cream. And then I would have... Uh, quesadilla. How many sodas would you go through? One, but a big one, like a forty-four ounce soda. The, whatever their largest size was, I would drink a soda in every meal. What? What? Uh, probably Diet Coke. No, I never really got into the Coke and Pepsi. It I always felt like you drink uh, Sprite, like a sugary fruit drink. Yeah, I like fruit drinks. I liked uh, Sprite. I liked root beer. Johnny, you're the one that taught me how to make root beer. Have you had a lot of cavities in your life? No. No, never. Do you floss? Uh, now I do. Do you floss regularly? Now I do, yes. You know you oh. know what the number one response the, to that question is? Can I slow you down? Is? Can I ask you a no. question? No, no, no. I really have a sincere or question. Yes, in their life. With no joking. With no joking. I have a real sincere question I actually wanted to ask you about dentistry, and since you are a dentist. So I remember hearing about some study where it came out that said flossing is actually either bad for you or neutral, where it was like, these dentists say, don't floss. It was supposed to be this big news. And then... It went away, and then I went to a dentist, and I told them this, and they're like, that's nonsense. And so, like, what have I heard? Why does the news lie to me? This is fake news. Well, Johnny, you're a dentist. How important is flossing on a regular basis? Well, how important is cleaning your teeth on a regular basis? Exactly. So, um, toothbrush can't get between the teeth. So, uh -huh. the American Dental Association website says something about interdental devices. I see. That's floss. That's, okay. Uh, that's all these doodads. There's people who want to sell you stuff, and they'll say, this is the best product. No, this is better. This is. They have air flossers and water flossers mm -hmm. and water picks. Um, you know, there's research to support all of it, but that what you're talking about, all that, that uh, hoopla in the news was just saying that flossing is not as well studied as you would think. However, the etiology of how cavities happen is very well studied. It's bacteria in your mouth, has a biofilm, which essentially is plaque. It, it, it creates this mm -hmm. layer because the bacteria doesn't like oxygen. So it creates mm. this, this uh, force field around it to I be see. able to protect itself while it goes to town on your teeth. 
So the, uh, it is well studied. The best way to get rid of that is not with uh, a mouthwash or it's not with blasting it with water or air. It's mechanical abrasion. It is, it's actually scraping Brush it off. Brush and floss. Yeah. With a little bit of toothpaste on the brush so that you can get some of the stickier pieces. As long as the toothpaste has fluoride. Aha. Uh -huh. So uh, w I have a question about that. It seems like there's a controversy on fluoride. Yes. I've heard a lot I, this of dentists is, okay. say that it actually yes. makes your teeth worse. Thank you for asking this, Ryan. I've seen documentaries on that. There, there are dentists that have practices where they use iodine instead of fluoride. Right. What's your, what's your thought on that? Well, uh, the American Dental Association still stands by fluoride as the number one. I have a question for you. Hmm. What if the American Dental Association is, you know, wrong because they're stuck in an echo, uh, in, a, in a, what do you call it? Um, there's, a, there's a hip name for it that I can't off the top of my head think of, but, y you know, a lot of, lot of different elite organizations get stuck in these echo chambers. That's what I'm trying to say, echo chamber. And this has been proven and shown time and again where these institutions, um, the, the, okay, the World, World Health Organization, which is mainly funded by China, or at least my, that was my understanding is heavily funded by China, was making some recommendations and then making different recommendations where this whole pandemic thing came out, right? So it, people have a little less of that faith in those institutions. What is your response now that I've sort of explained out sort of what, what I'm thinking, like, I hear this controversy thing about the fluoride, right? So what if they're wrong? Like, how do you, as a dentist who cares about his patients and actually work, does good work, like, I, I know the kind of man you are, and I've seen the stuff you weld in the backyard. Like, you, you always do quality work with everything you do, right? So how do you even know to do additional research on something like fluoride, let's say, if it works well? In, in, you know, the research is there yourself. Like you're saying, there, it's been well-researched. How do you know yourself what should you go then pursue? What's just noise that you need to ignore? Like, what's your method? Well, uh, I have no desire to convince. I if someone is in my chair and they're like, I don't do fluoride, I actually don't try to convince them otherwise unless they have uh, cavities or a lot of cavities. Okay. Um, and the reason is, uh, why have you ever tried convincing somebody of something that they're not willing to entertain? Oh, yeah. It doesn't work. It's not. It's pointless. Yep. Yeah. So, um, so I always just say, well, where, where are you getting the information? And they, the internet. Um, I say, does it make sense to you? Um, you know, and I ask questions. I listen, um, and I give them the honest truth, and I say, fluoride might be bad for us. <laughs> you know, there might be research that says this is, this actually does cause whatever. Okay. But the current research is the exact opposite. I see. Every, everything that we know from reputable sources say that it does much more good than harm. And, um, and it's one of the best researched things we have in dentistry. I mean, you could, if someone's a science background, you could say, well, where's fluoride on the periodic table of elements? It's the very top right. It's the most electronegative element there is. It's also, if it's top right, that means it's much less complex than some of those other elements, right? Do I have my understanding correct of the, of the periodic table? The higher up the table, less complexity, am I wrong? At the bottom is the more complex ones that are bigger and have... Sure, you could, you could, it's the less... 
Am I way. saying that right? Okay, yeah, yeah. But it's the most electronegative element. Interesting. Mean, meaning that it forms the strongest ionic bonds with positive, you know, like sodium. My question about the complexity has to do with an, uh, my underst- basic high school level of understanding of, of chemistry where um, with the drug or any substance you're going to take in your body, would you not want something that's less, like the heavier it is? Does that make mm-hmm. a difference? No, no, it doesn't. I really I mean appreciate you dispelling some of my ignorance, so to speak. Cause <laughs> well, no, really, because I no, there's I toxic have gas. I never got the opportunity to go to college, right? So I, I, there, well, I shouldn't say that, right? I had the opportunity, but because of the timing and other crazy things, right, I, I didn't quite get there. I've learned some great things on YouTube, but there are gaps in my knowledge, right? Mm-hmm. Um, well, so mine too. Can uh, I ask you about... We're all learning. Everyone, even people with PhDs, right? That's important to point out. Mm-hmm. I'm really glad you said that. What about, um, like, would you put... Um, like a water filter in your shower, let's say, to filter out fluoride that could come through. Because I don't think you have that concern here where you live, right, because of the water source you have. Do you have fluoride in your water source? Yeah. To, uh, last I checked, uh, man, I'd feel bad if the, I was incorrect in this, but fluoride comes up as a popular debate every couple of years in mm-hmm. every ma- metropolitan area. Gosh, I think it was about three years ago that it's essentially like a cat fight. You go to these town halls where people feel really strongly yeah and then us poor dental folk we have to go in there and and uh, essentially we're, oh, we're yes that's a great term i'm using now for the rest of my life poor dental folk or uh, no no dental folk i just love dental folk humble <laughs> meager <laughs> low, lowly it, it just seems like a bunch of I'm just a lowly it seems like dentist. a sideshow bro is what you're describing i mean it's what it sounds like well yeah i mean it's political and people people have a lot of uh, strong opinions, but y- you know, public health is a hot topic right now with COVID, yeah. and I believe public health, the number one life-saving legislation done by public health is seatbelts, and then the number two most impactful is fluoride in the water, and right now, Interesting. right now, all of us uh, probably have no recollection of what life was like before fluoride, but my no. mom... Well, my mom has, and a lot of the old-time dentists that I went to, had my training with, they remember uh, when fluoride was put in the water, everybody stopped getting cavities, you know? And it's most impactful in low-income parts of the country or the city where uh, education is lower. And um, unfortunately, when education is lower, it's correlated with poorer uh, health, poor oral health. Yeah. Um, they don't um, necessarily have the tools to take care of their mouth, their uh, the not just hygiene, but also diet. Yeah. Oh is yeah. more karyogenic or uh, causes more cavities. So, um, anyways, not to get too off topic, but what you were talking about with fluoride uh, causing harm, that's a real thing. Fluoride in excess causes something called fluorosis, which. Uh, actually makes teeth look really white and chalky or in its uh, greatest degree it can make them look brown and mottled i've seen that personally where um, individuals who used to live on well water that's not regulated by the city so it has high amounts of who knows what well uh, there's certain um, 
areas of the country that just the rocks and the natural water has much higher fluoride. I see. And it's, if you take that in as a young child when your teeth are developing, you can develop fluorosis and your teeth can be uh, permanently uh, aesthetically damaged. Has this kind of thing happened in, say, the continental U.S.? Like yes, studied of course. Wow. Yeah. No, I had no frame of reference for this. This is fascinating. So what about the iodine thing? Have you heard about iodine being a effective uh, for cleaning your gums and your teeth? Uh, yes. Uh, I'm, I'm not an expert on that. I don't know much about it. Um, I know that we have other methods we use that are better studied. But I do know that there's a lot of other strange things out there. There's, um, it's actually becoming a more popular uh, money-making part of dentistry to be eco-friendly okay so uh, say a dentist wants to market themselves to the uh no chemicals uh type crowd which is growing larger and larger you know as we have all these health challenges in our country and people are saying well maybe i should get rid of my mercury fillings maybe that's causing those old silver fillings are probably causing my health problem hmm. you, you know i've had a lot of patients request that um, but there's dentists who use something called ozone which uh, is <laughs> there's there's research behind it but it is not widely accepted for a reason because we have other things that work better and uh, okay. so anyways um, to answer your question I, I don't know a, a lot about the iodine but I, I do know that there's there's things we have that are better studied and work better, at least in my training. Okay. Yeah, it's um, with the internet. I obviously there's a lot of misinformation. Yeah. Little so little bits of knowledge. Right. You know, so we can see that's harmful. As a professional, what would the so your your as a professional, your best advice would probably be to talk to a professional, right? <laughs> well, uh, that would seem awfully self-serving. No, Why don't I put it in another way? Um, you, I, I think it's up to each individual to just choose what voice you listen to. Huh, so I like the way you put that. So uh, if, if you're more comfortable listening to the voices on the Internet, then have at it. You know, you'll have to also... Um, Reap the, reap the benefits or suffer the consequences. Right. We, time will tell. Um, but I had a patient this week. Uh, well, today's Tuesday, so I guess it was last week. It was within the last seven days. Um, hadn't seen him in two years. Did some really nice, uh, an implant crown and a really nice aesthetic case. And when he came in my schedule, I was thinking, hmm, I hope those crowns are doing well. And he had come in, and he'd broken a tooth on an uh, area where I had planned treatment, but he never did it. Oh, no. And, um, and I'm like, when he's in the chair, I said, would you like me to look at everything else? Yes, doc, please. So I started looking at everything else. Oh, I diagnosed a big cavity on this crown, this crown. Oh when he left, I said, gosh, I'd hate to tell you this, but you need six new crowns. I can't fix these crowns. The decay is in an area I can't even get my burr to. Otherwise, I'd try to patch it. But um, what's changed? Has your diet changed? No. What kind of toothpaste are you using? Tom's. Does it have fluoride? 
no, I don't think so. I heard fluoride was bad for you. I'm like, well, I'm sorry. This is over $6,000 of dental work that I, I wow. it, it needs to be done. So who's perpetuating the whole fluoride is bad for you thing? Do you have any idea where that started? No. I mean, obviously, it's not good. We don't want to drink fluoride right. unending. Yeah. It, it, um, it can cause, when you ingest high amounts of it, it does cause problems. But there is a therapeutic dose. What's the difference between a poison and a medicine? Dosage. It's the dose, yes. Yeah. That was, who knows who. Um, right. They're famous famous saying from long ago. But uh, it's the same in root canals. Most people don't know when we do root canals, we put bleach inside the tooth. I had a, I had a patient just this week. That. Just this week, uh, I was doing a, a cleaning out a root canal, and I said, could you please go give me the sodium hypochlorite? He's like, sodium hypochlorite, what's that? And I whispered in his ear, it's bleach. <laughs> but we use that fancy word so you won't know what it means because uh, n- most people aren't comfortable <laughs> putting bleach inside their tooth. Well, bleach is a brand name, is it not? Or no, bleach is, no, bleach is just the common name. Clorox is a brand yeah, name. That's right, there we go, there we go. Thank you. The common name. Yeah. Any That's what I'm trying to understand. Anyways, uh, there's there's old root canals that um, hmm. actually are done everywhere in the world, but the United States called Sargenti root canals, which is uh, uh, a mixture of uh, formalin or uh, formaldehyde. You know that stuff's toxic. If you get any of that ingested, you're calling poison control. Jeez. But but you're putting formaldehyde in the middle of a tooth. And uh, there's, there's research out there saying that necrosis bone. But everywhere in the world, but the United States, this has worked well for many, many years. But here in the United States, we're not comfortable with form formaldehyde going inside the tooth or in the mouth. And, um, and so endodontists don't, don't use that. We use other, other methods. But the fact remains, you have to kill the bacteria. You have to, and and are you doing it in a way where the dose is it going to help you or is it going to hurt you? Yeah. But I think there's also when it comes about dosage on a medication. I think we have to acknowledge the fact that I'm not now. I'm not talking about dentistry. Right? You're circling like, uh, back to mental health. No, I'm even actually talking about just in general. In general. You know, most doctors, they're just throwing spaghetti at a wall sometimes with some of those recommendations, and we all know it. <laughs> and, and, and a lot of these doctors, they'll just like, well, this is an off-label purpose, but I think it'll do this thing. I mean, okay, sometimes it's made with really good, well-researched, backed understanding, and sometimes it's not. And I, as a layperson, can't always tell the difference, no? How would I know? D- uh, this is exactly what we've been talking about the whole time. You right. have to just trust the source. And... and uh, fortunately for me, I've been able to trust my doctors in the past because I've had confidence in them. I think that your answer is solid and well-intentioned. And I think that it's, I would add, since I'm not a doctor, and I'm the patient side, I think trust the source, but do good research. And if you don't know how to good, know good, do good research, because I'm certainly, like I just exposed my horrible chemistry background, right? Like I completely was lost in the periodic table we just discussed in terms of my perception of what that does, and right? But I do understand a bit about the medical 
doctors and pharmacies just because I've had to take the time to do some Google searching, right? So I think if we're going to trust the, the source, we also have to be aware of where we place our trust and do we actually do our part? Sure. Yeah. Sure. Maybe may think of another question. I don't want to interrupt you, Johnny. Go ahead. Um, are there multiple schools of dentistry like as far as i could research Ooh. and be like okay i choose school a over school b because of x reason you know or is it pretty much are most dentists do they subscribe to the same methodologies and ideologies and yeah the second one um all dental schools in the u.s there's two degrees there is a dmd which i have and then there's the dds uh when it all comes down to it there's no no emphasis Whereas in medicine, there's MDs and DOs, where uh, MDs, um, and they're all physicians, but MDs uh, is more traditional medicine. DO is a doctor of osteopathic medicine, mm -hmm. where they have more training in um, other herbal things or, or massage techniques or, um, you know, I'm not, I'm not a DO, so I'm not doing it justice, but my school was a school of osteopathic medicine where I went to dental school. So uh, A.T. Still was, uh, was the founder of osteopathic medicine, which instead of throwing pills at something, they're trying to find the root cause. They're trying to find other ways of treating other than medications. But, but to answer your question in dentistry, it's all one school of thought here in the United States, and as far as I know, everywhere else, you have to get a cavity out. You can't, no amount of fluoride, once a cavity is passed the, the enamel cement, or uh, the dental enamel junction, you cannot reverse that. No, everybody knows that. And yet, there are doctors who say, oh no, we, we could put on uh, sodium fluoride and, and reverse this, and uh, one thing, this is this is a bit off topic, but one thing that was so frustrating to me when I first started dental school is I'm like, well, what is the truth? And then they present all this research that is completely contradictory. Hmm. There's research that supports this, and there's research that supports this. And I said, we are professionals. What is the truth? What is the what is the 100% truth? And and unfortunately, the more education I get, the more I understand that there is no absolute truths. We're all constantly learning. Um, science changes regularly, unfortunately. You know, and so I'm done. Pass. <laughs> Why don't we ask uh, Ryan some questions? Ryan, how's the old man beard treating you? I mean, you really still going to just leave it? Or are you just going to... I'm sorry. I don't know. I can't segue well. I don't know how to... It was a great question. and I'm, I mean, I am enjoying you picking... We're, we're done talking about dentistry. Right. I'm saying I'm enjoying you picking, uh, picking uh, uh, Johnny's brain here about dentistry. But, uh, you know, what else has got you? What? Well, I actually have a one more dental question. Oh, my goodness. For Johnny. Let's hear it. Here we go. Okay. I, I went to the dentist in 2007 and I did not go back until July of last year. Wow, dude. And I only had one cavity. 
Is that just good genetics? Is that just good luck? Yes. Yes. <laughs> huh. Because it seems like I could add my teeth falling out by then, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, genetics plays a factor, but so does diet and hygiene. It's multifactorial. So, yeah, who, who knows what the ultimate reason for you was, but... Uh, no, I mean, I had a long stretch where I did not brush my teeth. I just didn't, you know, I was I was a young man and didn't, I just didn't take care of myself. I didn't really think about it, frankly, you know? Brushed my, my teeth a couple times once in a while, but, like, I didn't do it regularly. And I definitely suffered some gingivitis or whatever that, per, 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 uh, how do you pronounce periodontal it? Periodontal disease? Th there you go. Yeah, periodontal disease. So I have some of that, and it's gotten a little better, but it's I'm sort of holding pattern where it could be better. I really need to, but I am I just it's been a while since I've been back to a dentist since that all went down. Had a couple kids, and things got crazy, right? But I've been trying to take care daily. Like daily, I no longer slack, and I haven't for a long, long time. Like That's it's good. maintaining, you know. Yeah. And with the diet stuff, I mean, the better I eat, the better my mouth seems to be in terms of inflammation. Kind of foods I eat makes seems to make a big difference, and I seem to notice the difference quicker. I feel like my mouth tends to restore itself faster than other parts of my body, like versus something that went wrong on my if I had a cut or a bruise or something on my skin. I feel like my mouth just just bounces back, you know. If I'm taking care of it, it, it just all of a sudden boom, I'm I'm feeling much better. I don't is that is that I heard another dentist tell me that the mouth heals quickly. Is that true or my? Yeah, it's really vascular. There's a lot of blood huh. vessels there, so it heals. It's interesting. Well. However, I don't know if I was like, if I was hallucinating, in other words, like I, I really didn't, it, I was told at one time, right? And I just sort of, oh, it feels true, but I didn't really know, you know? Yeah. You know, um, periodontal disease is correlated with diabetes. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah, absolutely. Heart disease. Well, I had, I was pre-diabetic and I had the numbers to prove it. And I was, I was just about to fall over the cliff when I was at that 500, but I actually reversed all the diabetic stuff with the diet. So you were over 500 pounds, but you did not have By type 15. 2 diabetes no i did not i was almost there i was pre-diabetic hey man i got some healthy genes i'm just saying <laughs> no i mean i was I'm very lucky in fact i yeah. who's to say that won't happen to me in the future frankly in terms of like how my body might shut up because i've put my body through quite a bit i mean quite a bit yeah my joints especially my muscles I suffer and struggle from a very serious set of like muscle cramps and things like i i even with supplements yeah, where's your with hook? oh yeah i have a little theracane that i use to help work out back muscles and things and um yeah i mean i, I just i have to, i take medication for it and i and i just sort of uh, you know well actually i've actually been much better at managing i know for example when i'm when i'm feeling muscle cramps it's one of several things right it's either i'm dehydrated or i check in my mind when's the last time i ate did i eat something that's actually real like a piece of fruit or a piece of chicken, What's what or some rice. Yeah, what would not be real? Uh, anything that comes in a package. I right? think he's talking about like in Hook, when they they had oh to yeah. imagine the food. <laughs> Remember that scene? <laughs> yeah, you're doing it, Peter. And what was the deal with that? Why was it just bowls of like different it's colored like whipped cream? Yeah, it was like food coloring and whipped cream. That's all it was. Well, all it was nonsense. It, it had to fit into the script. They wanted a food fight. So well, okay. It did look beautiful, true. though. There was some delicious meat there that I got excited about. Pretty sure I saw, like, half a pig, roasted pig or something, or some chicken wings. I saw something on the table that made me get excited, you know? And yeah. Then, 
Rob Williams, rest in peace, sir. Um, yeah, I love that movie. <laughs> it's such a it's such a classic. The that whole is a good movie. The archetypes go deep in that book too, and just man, I just love that. And that movie is just it holds the spirit of the I book. I didn't know that Steven Spielberg directed that. Really? Until recently. Did you know John Williams wrote the score? That I yeah, didn't know. I did know that. I love John Williams. He wrote. Tra- he's well. And pick a good movie. He probably heard of John Williams. <laughs> Superman. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park's my favorite. Harry yeah. Potter. They're all good. He did Harry Potter too. Wow. Okay. Pretty sure he did Jaws. I no. Believe so. Yes. Yeah. All the classic stuff he's done. Star Wars. Indiana yeah, oh yeah. Jones. Big stuff. It's like you can keep naming them. Is the thing, and all these huge. E. T. Oh my gosh, E.T. Oh, oh, E.T. Boy, that's another good one. Man. Him and Hans Zimmer are probably my favorite. Ooh, that's another good one. Hans Zimmer's so good, too. Hans Zimmer does a rendition of the Lone Ranger theme song that my kids love. Really? It's like eight minutes long. Yeah. Huh. He did the score for that that new Lone Ranger from Disney. Oh, okay. Well, most of my favorite movies, he did the... The score, so. The Dark Knight. <laughs> the Dark Knight. It's probably one of my, that's up Inception, there, too. Inception, Interstellar. Interstellar's good. You guys good. liked Interstellar? I liked it. I liked I it. I enjoyed yeah. it. Good movie. Did you not like it? I uh, forgot it mostly. It wasn't memorable to me. McConaughey, not your thing? Mm, sure. I don't know. I didn't. It's okay. Uh, I really got into it because I liked the whole element of him, like him... There was like a time element to it, if I remember correctly, and him reaching back to his family. That was that for me was what connected for me, made it cool. And then all the science fiction stuff was fun. The one plan I remember the most in that movie was the one where it was like they landed and it's like there's water and this is great and they're peering off in the distance and there's huge mountains like oh this place is lovely and we're just in a little bit of water. It's basically a solid rock with a bunch of water on it and that's all it is. So the water just because of the tides or whatever you know the gravity just pulls these huge. It's like a a wave of water coming at you that's as high as Mount Everest or higher and then come crashing down on you, that image is still just completely in my mind. The insane thing about that world, I believe, is one hour spent there was eight years here on Earth. Oh, my gosh, yeah. The time thing was so cool. It was so weird. But that's what Maybe I need to rewatch that movie. Yeah, man, it holds up for me. I like it. Christopher Nolan comes up with some... Oh, did he do that one? Yeah. Very interesting. I believe. Yeah, well, the Batman trilogy is... Inception. Holds up so well. Inception. Yeah, he can't even... Inception. That movie. He keeps the same actors for all his movies. Well, that's that's Hollywood. They all do that. Is his name Michael Caine? Who plays Alfred? Yeah. He's like in every Christopher Nolan movie, isn't he? And so is the Asian guy. Oh, he is? I love Michael Caine. You know, what? when I think of Michael Caine, I think of Muppet Christmas Carol. So I will always see him as Scrooge. And so whatever role he's playing, I always see him as like, uh, you know, you there, young young lad, what day is this? You know what I mean? Like, I love that movie so much when he's, you know, he's dancing along with the Ghost of Christmas Present. He's like is Santa. he Scrooge? Yeah, Scrooge. Oh, yeah. Uh, Michael Caine? Was he Michael Caine? Is he Michael Caine? I don't think I've seen that version of the movie. Wait, have you not seen the Muppet Christmas Carol? Are we talking about the same actor? I I don't think so. It's 10 o'clock at night, guys, so I'm completely gone in my brain. Are you going to be able to drive back tonight? I may have spent the night at one of your places. We'll figure it out. But, (laughs) but, um, hold on. 
I mean, I'm, I'm, am I okay to drive? Yeah, I'm fine. But um, except for the bottle of Jack Daniels that you downed. What? <laughs> my you went out to your car and slammed that thing. Oh, is that what you did out in your car? No, I went out to my car and I and I did take some medication. Is that yes. what you call liquor? No, it's what I call cannabis. Cannabis, you know? I don't know what that is. That's okay. I don't know what it is either. Is it's there another name for that? It's a medication that is prescribed by a chiropractor, my doctor, and another doctor. Chiro- chiropractors, do they prescribe meds? All I know the is one that, I've been to doesn't. that me and the state of Arizona are like this, and we're legit, and we're tight. As far as I know, uh, chiropractors I know. don't prescribe medication. Here's the thing. Uh, was your dispensary <laughs> deemed an essential service? Um, I did not, n- I don't know, because I guess, I mean, because I, w- I was not, I was not in need hmm. when this all went down in terms of like, I, I didn't, I, well, I took a break, uh, you know, because the thing about Michael Caine was born as Mary Smith, excuse me while I'm getting sidetracked here. I just wanted to make sure that the actor we were talking, yeah, Michael Caine, who he is. All right, but. <laughs> did you say Michael Cannabis? No, I said Michael Caine. Is that your name for the show? <laughs> <laughs> I love you so much, Ryan. That's hilarious. <laughs> it should be. No. Um, Mike can. For are we going to get to the question? Let me answer. Or are you going <laughs> to keep distracting me? Probably keep What was the actual question? You. I'll talk about the question. Look, you know, I. He wanted to know if you downed a, a whole bottle of Jack Daniels when you went out to your car. No. no. We were going to segue into the, was it an essential service when. Oh, yeah, there you churches, go. Essential service. Churches were. What I was going to say is, all I know down. is that the only. The only dispensary in all of Arizona that has a drive-through happens to be the one that is like makes the most sense logistically for me in terms of the commute to work, in terms of the <laughs> positioning, right? So that one had a drive-through. I don't know how any other dispensary in the state of Arizona has operated or needs to operate because I've been. Do they have a menu board out front like McDonald's? No, they have a little piece of paper that they hand you. Can you? <laughs> I've never actually shopped for it. Can you explain? Shop? Yeah. There's different, what do they Shop call Shop for it? what? I'm it's cannabis. Strains. Oh, yeah. Different strains. D- there are different strains. There are. There are Can you say indica? give me the good stuff and it's they the know tea, what you're though. talking about? No, I mean, I've had to take some time and do a little bit of my own research and at least do a little bit of understanding on what it is I'm putting in my body. And do I know all the chemistry? No, I don't know all the chemistry, but I do have firsthand experience, and yes, a lot of it. So you've experimented <laughs> with different yeah. strains, and I'm a I, I just like I adjust these little knobs and levels on the audio. I've done that with with different medications, and not just cannabis. Because here's the thing about cannabis: you know what I'm not scared about when I take cannabis? I'm not scared that it's going to shut my liver down. I'm not scared that it's going to shut my kidneys down, and some of these other over-the-counter medications that right now. I could go off to the corner store and go buy a bottle of Tylenol and kill myself if I'm dumb. So I have big liver issues and I have big kidney issues. I had a, I had a kidney stone in 2014, in 2016, excuse me. It was the most painful experience I've ever been through in my entire Having life. Having a kidney stone doesn't necessarily mean you have big kidney issues. Well, had you had, I, a I have certainly stone. improved my situation. 
But in terms of like my conversations with my private doctors who are actual doctors and look at actual scans that uh, we had to take of my inside, you know what I'm saying? Do you like, remember the first time? It's the pills. I don't like to take the pills anymore. You went to the dispensary. You called me. Do you remember that? Probably. I don't remember. You called me and you're like Ryan. How? Wait, wait. Let me pause you. How many years ago was this? About a year or two ago. That's not the first time. Huh? Well, the first time you went to the dispensary. Yeah, that's not the first. I've been doing this for many years. Well, you Since called me, and I'm like... It had, I took a break for a long time. you were like, Ryan, I don't feel a thing. And I said, well, why are you taking it then? And then you said, no, you don't understand. I don't feel a thing. I don't remember this conversation. Yeah. What, I from taking it or before taking it? So, so, Ryan, I understand that you're telling me something here, but I have no recollection of what you're describing. No. None. Zero. Is that because I just made it up? Did you? I might have. I don't remember. Okay. I'm, I'm just lost. That's all. I'm, I'm not following. Okay. Sorry, but what were you saying? About what? The dispensary? You can can I go back? The serious kidney issues that you had? I, I had a kidney stone. Oh, it was very you painful. You could kill yourself so with a bottle of aspirin? No. I've had, no. I've had many, I've had many uh, moments where... I have thought about taking that bottle, okay? I mean, what? I mean, of Tylenol. In terms of the, in terms of the what, like the. Can I go back to my question about? Well, you can go wherever, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm open to the road. So, how expensive is this stuff? Does insurance cover it? No, but it's like, two hundred and fifty dollars for a two-year license from the state, and then you know your your supply. You could get. What I do is I do the concentrated oils, and I vape them, and it's probably like 25 bucks for half a gram, and that could last me for as much as two months, or usually about a month and a half to a month, like that. Oh, so it's cheap. It's, it's, it's affordable. really yeah. is not expensive. It's though. not. I don't feel like I'm being taken advantage of, no. Is it a different price at every dispensary, or is it pretty much across the board? They're highly incentivized to like make those prices competitive. So because the market has been so open, right, and so kind of wild west out here because of all the, the, diff- the differences, you know, between the state and the federal law, um, I find that the handful of pro- handful of places, I've only gone to a handful of dispensaries, mind you. There's many in the state. I've been to maybe three, and they seem pretty consistent, you know, in terms of what the quality of the materials are and from what I've tried, you know. But I, I don't buy a lot of actual plant material flower and actually smoke it because the inhalation of the combustion is way bad for your esophagus, your lungs and the smoke. The smoke. And and the 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 cannab- the cannabis oil, I can't pronounce it, but the the cannabis uh, molecules that that um, exist or have been linked to you know helping with for example tumor growth things like that. Um, helping or smoke, causing. No, helping. Hmm. And there have been people who have smoked cannabis their entire lives, and you know people are on a spectrum, of course, right? But they don't get cancer, whereas someone who smokes cigarettes they get cancer. And maybe part of that is the pesticides and things that are used, or the chemicals that are used in the cigarette process. I don't know, but I can tell you that I'm a lot less concerned about vaping this material than combusting it, and I'm a lot less concerned about the effect that it has on my body long term than I do about it? pills. Oh, I have. I've done it too. I absolutely. I, I take a few pills from time to time, um, but they're way more powerful when you eat it, and so I have to be very careful with that one. I have way less control over the reaction if I take the wrong dose. Hmm. 
huge, huge bad things can happen if you're not careful with cannabis. If, if, you if it's ingest a pill, it. wouldn't you know what your dose is? No. In fact, it's less reliable with edibles. It is less easy to predict. It's less easy to um, to get a consistent result. It's gotten better that because the I can tell you that the the product itself has improved over time. Now you can buy a little capsule pill that pretty much solves this problem. But back when I started and when this started in the state, it was like, I'm not going to go and buy a brownie, bro. Like I'm, I'm here for a serious medical issue. It's there for flasks because these companies have to make money, right? But I was in there for medical purposes from the start. Like it's just not, it wasn't a joke to me or a recreational thing. Like <laughs> I went there because I didn't see the traditional medicine gave me an, an alternative that looked viable. And so I went to this place that was legal, legit, and I feel like I had enough sovereign, you know, adult uh, cognition that I could figure out that this was good or bad for me, you know? Another Maybe I listened to a little bit too much of Joe Rogan. Another question. You know, I don't know. Um, how did you know it was right for you? I prayed about it. I talked to God. He didn't seem to have a problem with it, so I went with it. I mean, I don't know how... What, really what medicinal purposes, uh, mostly chronic pain, some kind of the back, uh, mental the, illness? The muscle. The, no, it's mostly I take it for the... Um, there, there are points that I push myself so hard, I forget to feed myself. And you can be overweight, but also starve yourself is the thing if you go long enough. And I go through those weird cycles where I get... I, my system gets out of regulation and out of rhythm because I don't take care of myself well. And I'm still reeling the effects and feeling the effects of that many years later, even though I've got myself on track. My diet's much better and cleaner. Um, right now, the biggest thing that coronavirus has done to me, though, is, is it's, I was really on a good train lately with the exercise. That's the one piece that I've been missing that really needs to kick into high gear again. Why are you not exercising? It's not that I don't want to or that I have some problem with it. I've just... Because of the change of rhythm of my life when the coronavirus hit. Yeah, routine it, is important. That routine messed me up, and I never could get back into because so much avalanche on me. And then this podcast thing came up, and then so much has come up since the – I have taken the time, guys, like in my life since the coronavirus hit, and I had to come home. I've completely changed the atmosphere of my home. You know, when I walk in your home today, I remember I talked about how the spirit I felt and how I, it just felt peaceful in here. I finally took the time to do some of that in my own home. And I don't just mean with the physical. I also mean with the the way that I treat my my nearest and dearest, you know, my two kids, my, my dear wife, the way that I just talk, the way that I try to listen. Am I perfect? No. But, I mean, do you guys feel like I'm listening better now to you than 10 years ago? Or is it the same for you? I think I'm different yeah. in that regard. Uh, I could see that. It's really easy for me to get caught up in the hype and us, like, you know, sucker punch each other, being silly verbally speaking. You I know what I'm saying? I never but really paid attention to how intently you were listening to me. Oh, Ryan, I have a hard time listening to you. I can tell you're more optimistic right now. I am, for sure. I feel a sense of peace that I haven't felt before. I don't know really when it changed. What well, was this month? I don't know, Ryan. It's, it's something about you, man. I feel connected to you. I don't think I listen well to you, except when you play the guitar. <laughs> that shuts me up. Your soul is beautiful, like the way you play those notes, bro. And just because I don't hear the words you try to use in that type of language doesn't mean I don't hear you through the guitar. So basically, you've never listened to anything I've said? Is that kind of <laughs> what? I'm sure there are things that, in my ignorance and in my um, 
hyper focused sort of ADHD state. I've, I'm sure I have either misheard you. I'm sure that I have interrupted. I'm sure that I have dropped important things, like something that would have been important to you that I should have listened to. I'm sure there's things that I don't even. I'm not even aware that I missed. I know that's happened. Well, the fact that I can't even tell whether or not earlier you said that was a joke or not, like I, I honestly cannot tell the difference, is part of my problem. Well, that's good to hear because. I have n- every time that you have spoke, as long as I've known you, I've been thinking about Star Wars scenes. <laughs> You've been thinking about what? So I w- I Star Wars what? Star Wars. Scenes. Are you circling back Things. to okay. Star Wars? No. To the enmity between Star Wars and Star Trek? Is it we think we're too good or what? I circle back. No, circle I, back? I just thought it might be salt in the wound for me to admit that I don't listen to you either. And when I am not <laughs> listening, I'm thinking of Star Wars, not Star Trek. I think you're one of the best listeners I, I know, Ryan. Really? I mean that. You listen to me so well. That you listen to me so much better than other people, dude, man. And it's no offense to other people. But, I mean, like... No offense to me is what you're saying. I love you, Johnny, but I'm talking right now. <laughs> I, I even turn my body. So I can, like, fa- Johnny's, like, in my fuzzy view here. Johnny, be quiet. <laughs> no, please, thank you. Could. I uh, stopped listening to you a few minutes ago. But you know what I mean? Like, I, I feel like Johnny has spent a lot of time intently listening to you. Wouldn't you agree, Johnny? I agree with that. Johnny listens well. I don't listen as well. But that's why I like you guys. Because sure. I, I do feel like, even though maybe the perception is that I haven't changed, in terms of... Who perceived that? No, 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 no. It, I'm not accusing anybody of anything, right? I'm just saying, I asked you this question a moment ago, which is why I'm circling so back we to didn't, it. So we didn't answer quick enough for your taste? Is that what it was? Yeah, that's you happened. think we think that you haven't changed. That's deep layers. But... I don't know if it really matters if anyone agrees with me or not. So you know? basically, you ask the question, do I listen better than I used to? Okay. And we didn't answer quick enough. And that made you think that we don't believe you do. I'm following so far. Right. I'm listening. Keep going. So is that right? Is what part right? This is the dumbest thing to be talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Who cares? (laughs) Can I say it? That's what all our listeners, all two point three listeners. Did I miss something? There's twenty people that are intently waiting on this answer. (laughs) I'm completely lost right now, guys. Someone reveal it to me. I must have missed something. I think we hurt your feelings is what I'm getting at. Wait, when? When you're like, I I listen better now, I've changed and Do you think do you think you hurt my feelings back then? Or now? Right now when we didn't answer the question fast enough. You have not hurt my feelings now, no. Oh, so in the past we hurt your feelings? I'm sure you have. I can't think of a specific incident that gets me enraged in the moment. But I can tell you that while you may have hurt my feelings in the moment because of something you might have said, I don't think you would have done it on purpose. And if I reacted poorly... It had more to do with me not taking care of myself and my mental health and my physical health and nothing to really do with anything you did or said. I have nothing but cherished memories from with both of you guys. I love you guys, both of you. You know, you guys are my brothers. You know, so I feel a kinship. We I love you too. I don't have any negative feelings. Why? I'm curious why. The, uh, let me ask you this question. I am cu- genuinely curious by this line of questioning because it's both fun and funny, but also mysterious. What are you leading somewhere? Or are you just sort of off the cuff? I'm, I'm genuinely curious if you have a uh, a direction you want to head, or if you're just sort of having fun on the fly. Do you have an intention to this, or 
you answered <laughs> my question with a question. You realize that? No. You did. <laughs> I thought I was just segueing <laughs> the conversation. <laughs> well, I'm curious. I want to know. <laughs> I've had enough. <laughs> Sometimes the question is a legitimate answer. You have to laugh at the microphone, though. Sometimes the question is a legitimate answer. Why? When, when, were, when did you get lost, Johnny? <laughs> I don't know. Eight minutes ago or something. And <laughs> this is this is the beauty of the podcast. People can rewind. This is like Seinfeld, a show about nothing. Yeah, it's this perfect. Podcast no, is that's perfect. All podcasts are show about nothing. He said that he's more optimistic, right? Okay. So therefore, he's riding a wave of of confidence and good vibes. Yeah. Okay, I'm with you. So he felt that one of the improvements that he's made was his ability to listen, and he got and he said, "Don't you guys think?" Or I, I, I don't know if I can quote you exactly. Don't you guys think that I listen better now? That I used to. Maybe I could word that question better. And then we yeah. didn't answer immediately. Right. So I f- Which implies that I can't listen well because I didn't listen. No, you listen it. much better. Back okay. in the day, you used to want us to sell us. You wanted to sell us things all the time. Like in cell way. phones. Well, yeah. Razor. Uh, razor yeah, the Moto Razor. Well, like, some new little whatever. gadget comes along and I want to get excited about it and tell my chums about it. But but what does that mean about the conversation part? Because I'm a little lost. Well, uh, instead of listening to me, you try to sell me something. Oh, I see what you're saying now. You mean in, in in the course of a conversation? Like, it doesn't have to be about a cell phone. Do you just mean, like, what to get for dinner? Because we'd go, okay, we'd go out to lunch, and I would tell you I want to go here and I'd convince you. Like, is that what you mean? Or help me understand. Uh, I'm lost yet again. Maybe I'm, it's I'm ten past 10 o'clock. It is super late, guys. It's, uh, yeah, it's 10. We can call it. I mean, it's How late. do you end a podcast? We don't. You just continue the conversation. Do you say a prayer? Do you, uh... <laughs> no, man. A, a podcast is just meant to be... A brief recording of a conversation, right? This in hasn't been brief at all. We've been yammering on for hours. We could keep going for hours, frankly. You know, but I wanted to play some rock music, and you essentially we did. said, "You suck too bad. I'm not playing." Oh, I didn't you. say that. Actually, I've been very complimentary since the whole time I've been here. I'm actually very proud of you and, and the practice that you put into this instrument. You've managed to improve your skills while also getting a degree and running a successful business and raising a lovely family. Like, I got to say, that's impressive, man. You found the time to improve your drumming. Because you can keep time now in a way that I, I know 10 years ago you could not keep in my humble. Don't you agree, Ryan? I mean, I feel like he keeps time better. And in, in just a little bit of month you've been practicing, I feel like just you, you seem solid. I'm really impressed, frankly. So. Let's play a song. Well, what song? I'll play whatever you guys want. I'm down. What do you guys want to play? Silence, crickets. Look, guys, if you're making a suggestion, make a suggestion. You have a song you want to well, play? Well, uh, I, I don't know. Something that really rocks. What do you guys play? Uh, behind the Lines? Um, um, try it. Can you play Behind the Lines on, on the, the keyboard? keyboard? <laughs> no. <laughs> but you know the chords, do you? I have no, another I guitar. I could play it on the recording. We could listen to it if you want to listen to it. I, can, I have another guitar. You could plug it in over there. Well, you have to understand the the concept of this podcast thing. This is sort of live, so like we pause to. I guess we could pause oh, and come I back. See. But the the hour is late enough, and we've been talking long enough that it doesn't seem feasible. We should have done it true. early. That's true. So you're afraid you're gonna mess up. 
<laughs> or no, you're afraid we, we'll suck Realistically so bad. speaking, I don't have the kind of time needed to do what we want to do. Plus, all this gear that we've got here has got to get shut down before I drive home. So I, I don't have unlimited time here. I have to work tomorrow. Or for gigs, though. You yep. do have to work tomorrow? What yeah, time? Yeah, schedule's changed. Oh, not I, that bad. It's like 10.30, so it's not I, bad. I thought you had Monday and Tuesdays off. It's changed. I'm telling you, it's changed. I used oh, to have to work Monday. Sundays, yeah. But now I can be off Sundays and Mondays, which is what I really wanted. So, And then, you know, my weekends, I'm going to spend, I have a day to spend with the family, and I have a day to spend with my brethren. And so I'm going to record podcasts on Monday, and I'm going to work my butt off on Tuesday. Tuesday nights, I'll keep editing my episodes. Um, I've been really, I've really wanted to have these things ready on Wednesday mornings. It just has never worked out. I've always been working Wednesday nights on the podcast, and then it comes out. What needs to be ready? I thought early. you just throw it up on there with no editing. No, 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 no. I'm saying the bulk of it. There's a the conversation you and I guys we all just have this little two hour thing that doesn't really get touched. But there's a ton of editing that goes involved in the show, man. I have to I have to do a, usually a post show, a pre show. A lot of stuff. I don't know what you guys are not in agreement on. What's up? No, uh, I just had a tick. Um, you guys were having little looks at each other while I was talking. What's up? Well, I'm facing that direction. I'm facing both of you. Best I can. What's up? He was saying you're full of it. That's what, what am he I was full saying. of? You're because so, I don't want to play the song. So I don't want to pause the recording <laughs> to to stop the thing. To to how about this? I don't really want to just. Here's what I am willing to do. You know what I noticed on episode Here's what three, I'm willing to you do. didn't have any, you just played the music and went into it. That's yeah. I'm willing to play a little bit on the keys with you and play some counter melody to your guitar and Johnny plays some, some drums. I'm, I'm down to play a little music. Let's okay, well let's play something a little faster. Something not quite as psychedelic. Here's, what, here's how we do it, guys. You guys want to build a song? It's a really simple process. Johnny, all you got to do, find a beat you like. And then Ryan and I will take care of the rest. We'll listen. Okay. Go ahead. And you'll sing too. I don't know if I'll. No, I'm not going to sing. Why not? You got to create the rhythm. Because you need the you need the foundation first. Right? I don't have just lyrics off the top of my head that I can just sing to a song I've never heard before. You don't need lyrics. You just sing without lyrics. Okay, but again, we have to have a foundation, right? So play something. Put a beat down. I want you to play the rhythm. Who's who's you? What? Mike. What, what's up? I want you MJ. to play the... Or Michael. Mike. Yeah. Mike. <laughs> Why are you being so hostile? What do you want from me? A hug? I yeah, love you. Michael, give us MJ, a type uh, of rhythm. Play some rhythm, something rhythm on the, Mike stands the keyboard there. Probably yeah, sure. Wake all yeah. The kids up. I'm saying yes to that. It's for a good cause if it, it wakes all cause. my kids up. We don't have to play. You got. You were the one that suggested. I'm so confused by this. I do want to play. Then let's play. Because I thought we were gonna play some songs here. Well, let's play some songs. This thing is a piece <laughs> of junk. <laughs> I just bought it, man. Also, righty tighty lefty Lucy. If you just tighten it. Yes. Thanks. <laughs> it does. So does the setup. Feels like forever. I'm sure. The setup took about what twelve hours. It feels you forever. In. It's hard, man. It's hard to get all these cords and things and hook together. I'm going to take this microphone down. No, man. What are you feeling? Play what you want to play. Going. 
I dig it. I dig it. Sure. All right. What are you saying? Is it possible now? I cannot play unless I have headphones in my ears. Like, I'm not going to be able to actually play. How did you play earlier then? Because there was there were big loud speakers that were blasting in the house that I could hear. Oh, okay. They were turned up very, very loud. And, you know, after a while, my ears stopped ringing from the loudness. I could hear your phone that was playing that music in your pocket. Right. And it got really, really, like, uh, grating. But it's like, it doesn't when those levels change is the only time I can sense some of that, and it's it's I get really messed up by a lot of the, the, the noise too. All right, let me hear. Oh man, I hear myself. Okay, so how about now? Now I hear myself, and I can hear you. There's the beat. All right, here we go. Try it again.
too bad at all. Let's do a little more. Uh, one more time. All right, let's do something different. That was fun. Keep going. That's a problem. I couldn't get that working. Sorry. That's a mubby. I'll follow follow you. Go ahead. Keep doing what you're doing. No, I I had something that came across my mind. I like that sound. I like that sound. Oh, yeah. Just do what you're doing. I'll, I'll play something, too. about C major or D major. guys actually Ryan Ryan you don't sound rusty to my ear and Johnny you don't either when I say we I really do mean me but play that same riff play that same riff
gonna play a little little soloing, a little past the twelfth fret. You getting there? Okay. Salt tart. Hold on. I like it. I Whatever. Fun little riff. Off the cuff. Yeah. No, that's fun. Thanks. <laughs> I know. That's part of why, you know, I really wanted this to be this triumphant thing where, like, I had in my mind, right, the vision was all three of us just righteously rocking out the whole three, like a three-hour thing of that, right? And it didn't work out that way, but that was fun. It was so much fun. One more, Mike. No, but I mean, like, when I'm saying it didn't work out that way, I'm saying it didn't work out. I wanted this to be the whole thing is jamming and just be this glorious, beautiful thing. But here's the beautiful thing. I can, this, this whole thing is one piece of art, Johnny. This podcast, but then I can take some of what we did and I can make something pretty cool with it if I chop it up. Um, so it's, it's going to be in the same, it's going to be one unit, it's going to be one podcast episode, but then from there I can chop it up and make it into songs. Like I just, just wait. Well, we, uh, we got warmed up, so I think now's the time to do one more. Come on, Mike. Do I do like a real song, real song? We yeah, want to do. See what you, what do you have one? I'm not prepared for this in any way. <laughs> I can sing, but um, I'd have to. We would not be able to do it exactly. Like Johnny, you wouldn't be able to play drums because I have to use a chord that your drum set's plugged into to play the music live. I can do it, but and you can listen, but I can't. He can play the guitar because I don't, I don't have enough input. Does that make sense? I'm using two little boards to do what we're doing here. What? No, but I, I don't have a song that's prepared that can happen in the way that the three of us are doing it. I can do something off the cuff like we just did, but something that I'm going to sing over that I'm, I'm willing to do, I have a song that's ready for that, but I can only do it if I hit a button and sing it. And, I, and that takes over your input, which is this electric, sweet electric drum set that you have. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, which sounds great, by the way. It really does. It's fun. It's a lot of fun. There's a lot of bass sounds in this thing. There's actually, here, here's one I really like. Here, I'll show you. Not that exact one, but like I have all these cool little sound effects. Some of them you won't be able to hear unless it's like, it builds up to a louder noise. I even have like, uh, you know, like a rhythm section in this thing. Stuff like that, you know. You know, whatever. 
So I have a lot of that. And this this whole thing, like I, this, when I bought this keyboard, it had like a little expansion. So I have like brass and I can do quite a bit. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of weird little noises thing can do. I just haven't. I'm only barely diving into the surface of what this thing is possible of doing. You know. My, uh, thank you. I, I agree. I really like what you're doing there. I, my, I feel like my scope and my vision, it's, it's there. Like I can feel it on my fingertips, guys, and I can feel what we're doing here. When you special. added the bass in, uh, thank the you. bass part, I thought that really was sounded fantastic. Thank you. I really like what you're doing, and Johnny, I really like what you're doing too, man. Like, this is fun. Um, yeah. So why did you I stop? Call we were actually jamming, and you stopped. Because we got to call it, man. It's too late. It's almost eleven. We got to go, brother.
All right, you got anything to... Any Wait, final we were creating musical fusion, and you stopped. Yeah, I know. What the heck, man? You're finally fusing. This is the nature of these things. Like No, it's not. You that tears it. Yeah. <laughs> Listen to me. The nature of these things is that it's the same thing with conversation. I feel like it takes me two hours to start <laughs> jiving with you guys. <laughs> well, why don't you know what I'm why saying? Why don't we just keep going with that one for just a couple minutes? All right, we'll play it out. Hang on. What what beat was I doing? Do flat, do flat. lots of fun things I, you know i don't really care which way these things go i just i need to reconnect with you guys right. i need to recruit reconnect with you johnny i need to reconnect with you ryan and whatever whatever pro whatever whatever that process looks like i'm open to it looks like rocking out yeah i know i uh i really did enjoy it and and technologically i don't even know like 
frankly, how this thing is even going to sound. What is, what's going to happen? This may be complete. I may just, I may just have to delete this, guys. I don't know. No, I, I honestly don't know what's going to happen in terms of the audio quality because of how haphazard this was all set up. So who knows? Let's keep your fingers crossed. There were a couple of things that made my. There's a couple combination of notes there that made my soul feel good, though. I, I know. Here's the beautiful thing. We got enough bars of it that I can snatch it up in audio and loop it. Just wait. Let me show you what I can do. You're not going to turn it into techno, are you? I'm going to turn it into art. And I'm going to turn it into something that comes from my heart. Art from the heart. <laughs> Farts. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll look forward to it. I'm glad you said that so I didn't have to. I know you were thinking it, so that's why I said it. Not bad for uh, not practicing in years, right? A couple of washed up has-beens. Uh, you know, the, the level of hyperbole that I had to shout out talking about Jocko Willink and how he's not that great at the guitar. Or I think he plays bass, so like saying his, his band could take on our band. And you're like, why don't we play together? And I'm like, no, I wanted to be I wanted to be a competition. But the thing is, um, regardless of whatever level we come back to this, the whole point of the Man High Project is to start the interchange again, guys. Like to start these free-flowing ideas and affect each other in positive ways. I think we do that around each other. I think I do that around Sandro. Sandro has an effect on me. I think you guys have a good impact on me. And I think you guys, I think we end up pushing each other to do whatever it is we're going to do to the best of our ability. So with that being said, folks, we got to shut this down. It's two hours, 23 minutes. It's late at night. My wife is calling me. I'm here with you all, here with my audience, and most especially here with my brethren. brethren. I will say this, right? The whole point is we don't know what's going to happen. No, we don't. We just go for it. We just go for it. And that's all that matters, right? It really is. Amen. I guess. Um, Johnny, do you want people to actually be able to find your practice specifically? Does it matter to you, or do you want to give a shout out to your business? Or mm. I'm only asking because I, we hadn't talked about it before, and frankly, I, I, for you, I know this is this is just fun for you. So I'm not exactly. Yeah. not motivated. No, I'm not motivated. I'm sure intelligent people can use gain here. I'm sure intelligent patients can use the um, the interwebs and other. You know, I'm sure they can find you, figure it out, do a little searching. All right. Um, but here's the thing, guys. I am so grateful. Johnny, thank you for the facilities. Ryan and Johnny both, thank you for the fun and for the companionship and for all the talk. Uh, as good and as bad and as in between it is, is, and same thing with the music. Like, I live for this kind of stuff, guys. Thank you. Thank you, man high. <laughs> well, all MJ. you folks out there, thank you. Um, all you folks out there, please take care of yourself. And, um, well, bye.